Yo, what is going on guys and welcome to FGC Woke. It's your girl Alicia X Life and today we're going to be uh, chatting with Cuddlecore as we're going to do every single time because this is our podcast. <laughs> um, I just want to say thank you so much for tuning into this and I really appreciate it and so does Cuddle and we're going to just dive right into things. Pull that down. Okay, let's... I have my feet up right now. I'm like curled up in like a little ball. I'm like, what's going on, guys? Nice and cozy for this discussion. Hell yeah. Nice and cozy. Welcome, chat, to our discussion. Hell yes. Mm-hmm. So so we titled this uh, this podcast FGC Book for a reason. Um, oddly enough, within the past two days, it's became more relevant than ever. Um, one thing that Kyle and I talked about time and time again with every tournament that passes for the, the entire time that we've known each other, actually was the fact that, um, yeah, we're both colored women in the scene and how it affects us and how it affects us differently than being one or the other or just being um, the average Joe of the community, right? So, for example, um, like, there's times where uh, we went through some difficulties, like, one, either it being, like, Twitch chat or two, it being um, the weird situation that happened in 2018. You, you remember that, girl? You remember that? Like, we've been talking about that today. There um, were a couple... Which one are we talking about? Dude, the commentary one. Oh! The one, the one where you almost fought them. Like, you almost fought them. That shit was crazy. <laughs> Wait, what we discussed a couple of days ago, correct? The... Oh. Are we talking about the same thing? Or oh, are we talking about the same one? Because there's... There's two! Okay, let's talk about... Okay, okay, okay. Because there's a couple. That's sad. Huh. Yeah, that's sad, yeah. It's like, so... <clears throat> When it comes to the end. Of- oh no no no! That's not what you're talking about. We won't talk about that one. We don't talk about that. Okay one. okay okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just that's what you're talking about. Yeah. So it's like when it comes to like being colored and like also being a female and stuff like that, and how it actually affects what we do in the scene. And sometimes it's hard for people to see that, right? Sometimes it's hard to see how it affects us because we are so used to being like super confident. We're so used to being beacons. We're so used to like putting out our best foot forward. And it's true, we do that time and time again, and we enjoy doing it. But it's also important to shed light on the other side of what's happening. Because it's cool to take things off with like a chip on your shoulder, and be like, "Ah, eh, it doesn't matter." You know what? We're doing our thing. It really, it's that's what's important. But then, day, sometimes that shit hurts. But right? it, it does, it, it does hurt. And and you know, you you always have to put up this this. You have to put on this thick skin all the time, right? And you always hear it from people. Oh well, you know, this is the community. You have to be, you know, you can't let this phase you. You can't let this, you know, you can't let it do this. You can't let it do that. Well, it's always usually from the people who aren't even on the same level when it comes to the type of exposure that they get, right? They're more of the audience. They're more of the, like, casual, like, contributors. And they don't have to worry about, or or they don't have to deal with a lot of the psychological aspects of being so um present, so yeah. notable in the scene. Especially, like, and, and like you said, when you're uh, a person of color, you have to think about what you do and how you move even more. Exactly. Like, I mean, one of the things that I, I talk about time and time again, even with like, my own chat, is like coming off as being the angry colored person, right? Because like whenever you discipline somebody or whenever you tell them like, hey, like that's not okay to do, instead of it being portrayed as you setting someone straight, instantly it's like, oh, we're the angry colored woman. Yes. That's what it jumps to as the next mentality. And it's like, even if they're sub to me for like fucking like 30 years, dude, like even if they've been like with me forever, like they still sometimes I get people who have that impression who yes. like are like, oh, Alicia, like, you're just being hypersensitive to it. And I'm like, what? Right, you're trying to tell me, the person who's going through it, that I'm being hypersensitive to this. Like, like you would know. Like, you would actually yeah. know. Yeah. 
And it's even crazier too, because at the same time, right, is that most of the time, like you and I, because we've we've had calls about this before when we had stuff get to us before. We were we don't talk about it, we don't open up about it, we try to like hold that down when something really gets to us, like a really crazy comment. We go to each other instead and we're like, Hey, like someone said this about me, it hit me way too hard today. And then we gas each other up to make sure that we're okay emotionally and we move on, right? That's the thing though, right? Is that we should be calling out this. This is not fair. It's not fair for us this to happen. And yeah, there's trolls online. We get that. We we know. We've been here. We know. But at the same time, one thing beyond that is the fact that when when it's more than just trolls, when it also becomes uh, passive racism with people who are actual people within the community, not just trolls anymore. And that's something that we face time and time again, too, right? Where it's like, listen, I love like sexualizing myself. I love doing my thing, being confident, whatever, right? But there's times and places for that stuff, too. And like that's just something that even at the start of the stream, right? Like no offense to the guy who, who said who like started complimenting you on your appearance. <laughs> like you're beautiful and everything. That makes sense. But at the same time, there's a time and place for everything, right? I wasn't like, feeling it. Yeah. And you can tell you weren't feeling it, right? And then they proceed to call you beautiful again and try to compliment you more. And it's like understand. Understand, like read the room a little bit more. Read the room. Read right, because like this, you know, I these are serious topics we're talking about. I don't need you to try and like Give me validation by saying, oh man, you're hot. Motherfucker, I get called hot all the time. I don't care. Like, I, I, we, we use our platforms to talk about important topics, especially those that affect us and the people in our, in our, uh, in our group, in our demographic, right? And uh, that's what we use it for. I, man, I don't need, there's so many things you could have, how are you doing? What's the topic for today, cuz, and Alicia? Anything else could have sufficed. Time and a place, like you said, read a room. Because <laughs> oh. even coming and saying, like, you're, you're, like, attractive and stuff, that's, like, that, that at the end of the day is like, kind of okay. But it was after you already said, like, dude, no, not today. Just, like, and then, and then he continued to call you, like, pretty and stuff and focus on your appearance. And I was like, what? Like, she already said. Like, I, she already said not to. What? And I'm like, uh, just gotta talk about the topics you know this is what matters right now if we're doing some type of okay a, a thousand different looks at the fgc from tons of different women okay yeah we can say oh yeah all these looks are hot they're hot but this is not what we're talking about we're talking about um mm -hmm. more problems and uh things that we experience so yes um thank you guys and I, we appreciate you all for uh coming here to listen and and, and not just talking about our looks because that's not that's not what this is about so that's facts that's facts thank you <laughs> And like one thing to elaborate on like passive racism. So what happens is, right, um, passive racism and then like segregation of sexes. This is two things that happens, one, a lot with cuddle, a lot. So I'm gonna really dive into this one because like sometimes when it comes to like shattering that with you guys, it's a little harder for cuddle to go through because she wants to like love you guys with all of her heart's content. And I agree with that. But at the same time, there's understanding when you're crossing a line that's not okay to do, right? So time and time again, in almost every interview you've ever seen of Cuddle, one of the quotes that she'll always say at some point during your interviews, if you're a diehard Cuddle fan, you know this, but <laughs> it's one thing she'll always mention in her interviews is like, hey, like, I am one of the best players in North America. Bam, right? She doesn't put the title of female. She doesn't put the title of colored. It's none of that. All that standalone sentence is, is I am one of the best players in North America. And that's facts. The reason that she does that and isolates the topic so that it's not using any other things added onto it as an adjective is because it should be a standalone statement where it creates equality. The moment you start comparing yourself to other women, it's not good for anybody involved. Um, 
there's and on the second note is that when it compared to other colored people, it's not good for anyone who's colored involved. Which matter at standalone is how good you are and the fact that she is one of the best players in North America. Right. It's thanks, love. I love you. So yeah, like what Alicia said, it's it's very important that um, you know, <laughs> I in the time of me being in this scene uh, and competing, you know, what stands out first? I have a vagina. <laughs> so yep. with that being the case, um, it, it has it, at that point they think it's like um, they automatically uh, a lot of uh, people who view Tekken and in general they they'll kind of like those kind of segregate me in that way. And even if it's un- not not intentionally, it's still the fact that it's it's not healthy to to do. It doesn't progress the scene. Uh, it, it separates women and, and and women and male competitors when if I. And I always say this, I'm like, I'm competing against men 98% of the time. And I'm beating men. So if you're not saying the best male player, uh, saying the best female player in certain contexts doesn't really make sense. Because I exactly. am simply, I'm beating them. We're on the same level. And um, so yeah, that's definitely something, like segregating women like that, even though they are on the same level as a lot of the, the male players especially the top ones, uh, um, you're not, you're not bettering the scene. You're actually a part of the problem. And even, and I've I've even had people say like, um, oh, well, you know, that could actually be seen as a compliment. I'm like, well, no, it's, it's not a compliment. Now, in some instances, I get, I get that we have to, um, you know, this is a woman who's doing what maybe like other women haven't done yet, or maybe, you know, she's more rare, but like, even then, like, if I'm referring to myself, I'm, I'm, North American top player, we're in this, then then that's about it. Um, because the moment you you mentioned that I'm a woman, and I've noticed this, the moment you mention that, people start belittling the work that you do in this community, and it shouldn't be like that. Now, it has not been like that too much for me as of late because of you know I proving myself, but it still comes up still enough for me to be like, this needs to be squashed now. I remember in 2018, like, some of that was, like, it was it was brutal until tides turned, right? Like, it's it was weird to see how people approach it a lot of the time. Because in reality, right, facts, right? It's, I feel like a lot of the time it was really great because of the press releases done about you, too, where time and time again you kind of flat out stated, hey, this is my thoughts, this is the version in which I want you to represent myself and how I want you to perceive me as well. And that you being vocal about that shifted the dynamic of what was happening to you. And that's why stuff like this is important. That's why we're doing a podcast like this in general, guys, just so you're aware, is that talking about this element is so important. And we've been quiet for a very long time about a lot of this stuff because we thought that that was the right thing to do. We're now in 2020, and we realize that being quiet about a lot of the stuff and, like, holding on to that isn't the right approach anymore. It's actually vocalizing it and making sure that we share the spread the light on what we're going through. Um, when it comes to even myself, right, when it comes to, like, commentary and it comes to stuff like that, um, yeah, like, sometimes I get race comments, but usually more so about being a female more than race because uh, people are used to seeing more colored casters on commentary now, so it's too much of a bad thing. Like, you get the trolls who will say, like, the racist stuff, but they're not like a real part of the community, I don't find. It's the real people of the community sometimes who do actually say stuff here and there, right? And it's it's a little disheartening uh, to see to see how it comes about, right? Where it's like, for example, like I've even gotten like, man, Alicia's the only female caster I would watch. And it's like, what are you saying? No, 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 you can't do that, right? Because now you're literally putting a bar where you're 
you're separating the other females who are absolutely incredibly talented that you just haven't given a chance to yet. Exactly. And that, and they're like, that's a compliment to you. It's not a compliment to me. Because now you're literally just separating me from everybody else who should also be acknowledged too, right? People like Romanova, right? She just finished casting at LCQ for Dragon Ball. People like Senpai, who casted top eight at EVO as well for, for Dragon Ball, right? So for uh, Smash Bros. Ultimate. And it's like, you have these amazingly talented casters who are females, right? You have Jackie, who did Capcom Cup. You have Persia, who's been here for so long. Romanova. Yeah, right? Like, there's so many talented, talented women who are casting. And to kind of, like, look at that way is is heartbreaking. Because it's supposed, they're like, they intended it for it to be a compliment towards me. But it's actually disrespectful. Yeah, they're bashing our entire gender. It's super messed up. Yeah, um, they also... What happens with uh, women in the community is like uh, what other people will do is they'll try to pit uh, pit them against each other, mm-hmm. and I've noticed that as well. Instead of like saying, "Wow, all these women are very talented at what they do," it's more like, "Well, she's better than her. I would only watch you, and you're the only female player I would watch, or I'm the only, or you're the only female commentator I'd ever watch." Yep. Mm, you know, it's about being inclusive. Um, of, of happens, like, with, with our Twitch chats, I'm sure you must have had this happen before, because I've had it happen before, where it's like, you'll see people come into your chat and be like, man, I like you more than this streamer. Yeah, you're more real than she is. You're better at the game than she is. And I'm like, why are you comparing us? Like, they do that. Watch my stream, but don't do that. And I'll, like, I'll set them straight or I'll just ban them flat out sometimes. I'm like, listen, if you're out here, like, dissing on women, like, I'm not about that. Like, don't be around me. I don't care. Like, yeah. It's and not okay. It's not okay at all. And the first thing they'll do is they'll, they'll think because they feel like it's a comfortable space that they can do that. And, um, like, or maybe they've watched you a lot or watched us a lot. You still can't say those things. It's, it's, um, it's like they kind of show more of their true colors. Um, I definitely gotten that as well. Uh, um, I think I've got it in the, in the sense of like, oh, who do you think is better, Tanukana or Yuyu? And that's one of the most annoying questions I've ever, I, I get. And I don't get it often, but I think it's really annoying because it's like, I, I don't, I'm like, I don't compare. I'm like, that's the last thing I need to do is compare other women and how they play. I'm like, I'm like, I think they all have their own kind of style. And I'm like, I, I don't want to get into that. Um, or then they'll like make really odd comments about it. And um, I'm like, well, and then I'll say something that's kind of like, okay, well, I'm like, maybe you comparing two women shouldn't be the way you should go about that. And then they'll get really upset. And they're like, that's why you're not going to ever fit. They'll say like, that's why you're never going to be like them. I'm like, I don't want to be like them. I, I want to be like myself. Just because I'm not playing yeah. into that comparison thing that people seem to do when it comes to women. They, they'll ask me this stuff. Like, or like, I think you're the best. I'm like, I don't give a fuck who's the best. Like, I'm out here trying to make sure I don't look free on stream. Like, that's how that goes. Yeah. But yeah. they they do it on purpose. And I've seen that. Like, it even goes with like, um I've seen that with female, like, they'll compare like female rappers. And they'll always try and compare all of them. um Instead of like having them all share a certain spotlight, they always put them against each other. But they don't do that for men in different uh fields whatever they're competitive in it's not just gaming but i've seen it in the entertainment field too uh they don't they don't do that for the men um okay i would actually make um i draw a point that was brought up in chat just now so what's up so they brought up the fact that people compare arslan and me 
right? There's a difference between this comparison that we're drawing and a comparison like that, right? So when you draw the comparison between gameplay styles, between competitive drive, between things that are associated with the game, right. that's a fair comparison, right? Mm -hmm. If you looked at me and Cuddle and you went, okay, do you know what? I actually prefer Cuddle's play style. It's a lot more aggressive. Do you know what? I really enjoyed Cuddle's training regimen over Alicia's for sure. Like stuff like that. That's a valid, that's a valid thing to actually go against and to actually compare. What's not okay to compare though is the fact if you start comparing character, being like, oh, well, Knee's more likable because of blah blah blah, and actually he's prettier. Things stuff like that. Yeah, like, that's it different. Make sense. That's it's different. not good to anybody involved, right? right? And it's just a whole lot of hoopla because at the end of the day, it's all subjective and it's all a bunch about personal preference. <laughs> if you like watching one or the other, that's all up to you. By all means, watch them. At the end of the day, it's understanding the difference between attacking character or even boosting up character and putting down someone else's character versus talking about the actual gameplay um, at hand yeah. oh yeah exactly and that's what happens when it comes to male players please the only thing they talk about is their skill yeah right that's all they talk about but when it comes to women the first thing i've seen so much and i don't know if some of you have even seen this because i don't know if you all pay attention to it because i don't think some of you do because you all are pretty uh quick to generalize in the chat so uh for those of you that don't know um Usually when it comes to the women, the first thing they'll say is something about their looks instead of their skill. Um, or they'll only compare two women because, oh, well, these are two women that are doing this. Why not compare them both when it should be just, they don't talk about their skill. They're just talking about who's better. Yeah. And it's just, they don't ever mention skill. Unless you all have been in my chat or seen any of this, I think it's kind of hard for you to understand. But when it comes to women, that's not the first thing they think about. I even saw that when I was playing in Japan. I was playing Yu Yu. <laughs> and like the first thing they said was like, oh, well, you know, Cuddles, Cuddles not that cute. You know, Yu Yu's cute. Yeah, like, it, or like, oh, they're, they're cute. Yeah, they could get it and all this weird stuff. But nobody talked about the gameplay, right? Right. But, or, okay. Or when I was beating her, then it, it was uh, like blaming, like, like, or like making excuses. Because, it, God forbid, a, a black woman do anything, like be other, like somebody else who's supposedly um, supposed to be more superior. And there's favoritism sometimes um, when it comes to certain countries, too. I, I've seen that. Um, so I think there's just a couple of different factors that are layered onto that, that I've seen. Um, yeah, like especially when it comes to, like, because like you brought up the point of where it's, like, it focuses from... Like being about the gameplay over to this instead and then it's like that's the thing about this too right is that we're bringing up these points and bringing up like this negative aspect because it's really important to kind of go through and talk about why why are we changing this mentality of being quiet about this and taking it on the chin and to this new approach where we actually discuss it and the reason why we're actually discussing it in general is because rather than being like oh well you know what that's just how people are online is that be the beacon be the best version of yourself right it starts with you Right? Maybe you didn't do any of these things before. Maybe you did accidentally without realizing it was a problem. That's okay too, because this is a moment, this is a pinnacle moment of change. Every second that we are here, we are a different person. And that's a fact, right? The past us is gone. The person who was as one second ago existed is gone. The person who's coming in the next second hasn't been born yet, hasn't been, doesn't exist yet, right? You are only who you are right now. So it's making better choices and influencing the people around you to be better as well, to hold people to a higher standard and be more accountable for their actions. And you can't do that unless you take the first step already. So that's why Cuddle and I are trying to take this first step together. So that way we're able to help other people go into this motion, right? It's pretty, and, oh, it's pretty tough. Oh, sorry. I'll let you. Oh, yeah, no, go ahead. No, no, no. You guys, it's all good. It's all good. Um, but like at the same time too, right, is that 
a lot of the time when we face stuff like this is because we're in front of we're in front of streams a lot, right? So for example, like if you guys don't know who I am, I actually cast for Soul Calibur. Um, so I I cast their worlds. I did World Finals. I did uh, LCQ. I did Evo Top Eight. I did all that stuff, right? Um, and the thing about like us in general is that you know there is a lot of time where I even in DMs, which is the thing that blows my mind, right? Is that it goes outside of just Twitch chat, right? And a lot of the like, time it does. Yeah, and like there's trolls, and I get that, right? Who I had trolls actually message my parents on Facebook, which was the most mortifying thing I've ever had happen. Which I made them like, like private everything after that because I was like, oh my god, like you, my poor little elderly parents did not deserve what they got. Um, and then for myself, it's like people who are trolls, like obviously sending me really terrible, terrible things, like rape jokes about me. Uh, one of them talking about how he went to skin me alive, like stuff like that after Evo. And it's like, that stuff happens. And I don't really like try to put to light saying that's the community because it's not the community, it's just trolls. But there's a different line, right? Because there's that, and then there's what we're trying to address. And what we're trying to address is completely different than that. We're trying to talk about the fact that, hey, you know what, you like maybe accidentally comparing women, not okay. Us talking about gameplay, okay. Okay. Right? Stuff like that, right? Or we're just trying to shift the focus onto what really matters around here. Hmm. Yeah, uh, I completely agree. Um, there's, there's, like you said, there's a difference between like where it's trolling, and you know you, you know, a lot of the time we we handle those things fine, but when it goes past that, that's when there's a huge problem. And um, I think a lot of the time it does start with um, people kind of, kind of brushing over like just uh, the Twitch chat um, and certain mentalities that are voiced openly. Yeah, and yeah. because. There are those that are like, and it seems like a lot of people are like, just ignore it, especially when it comes to women. Um, when you do that, you are, it's like you're giving people a pass. You're saying, oh, exactly. right, this, you know how many rape jokes I've seen in Twitch chats? And then you see women talking about, they, they get, they get, they, they got, there were women that were drugged at Evo. And you're really gonna tell me just to ignore that? Um, it doesn't work like that. We that if you're condoning certain mentalities and you're and, and people aren't trying to change things in those chats, things will not get better. Um, yeah, even if we talk about like for the fact, right? It's like even if you don't condone it, but you let it pass, right? Because the fact that we let things pass, right? It's kind of it's just the bystander effect, right? We all know what the bystander effect is, and if you don't, I'll give you a quick rundown. It's those who don't actually contribute to the fact of what's happening. It's those who observe, but also actually have blame shifted onto them because of that. So yes. what happens is, is that if, for example, you saw um, you saw someone get shot in the street, right? Yeah. And you're like, okay, well, someone else is going to call it in. There's like 30 people watching this. Someone's going to call it in. I don't need to call it in. And sometimes stuff, actually, this happened to my sister. So my sister uh, saw that there's a car on fire in a parking lot. Yeah. And there was like 40 people watching it and no one called 911. She was the only one who called it. Nobody else? That. Yeah, she waited there for like five minutes and then she called them. She's like, just in case. And then they were like, yeah, you're the first person to tell us about this. And she was like, wait, what? And she was like, like a bunch of people standing around. No one did anything, right? And that's the thing, right? Holding accountability to yourself, even if you're not truly involved. Right. Is because when you take that step, you help better things in, in general. So. Right. Uh, you're, um, instead of like, you know, turning away and having a blind eye to it, right? You, you're, like you said, you're helping better the situation like the more people that speak up about the things that that occur 
that um that are putting down a people a group of people uh i believe change happens in that way the more allies we have the better because uh, uh, you know women are, are contributors to this uh community in so many ways whether it's the content you watch uh the host that you see the players who um you know who give you energy because you love watching them or the commentators that are just bringing down the house and they're just making those matches fun to watch the they or they're behind the scenes doing production. They they are in so many different like avenues of gaming. But like if you all can't even acknowledge that um, there are certain mentalities um, that exist within this community that are really like against women furthering themselves, like their male counterparts, then then there's a problem. Like we are actually contributing to to like expanding the um, the scene, and it's not just because we're women. No, it's because we we bring talent with us. Like. Yes. And, and we bring different mindsets, you know, because we're also creative. And, of course, like, um, we're professionals. Yeah. So um, the same respect is deserved. And, um, and like, yeah. I understand if people, like, some people who aren't, like, fully active in the scene or, don't like, aren't fully, like, involved in everything besides, like, maybe watching a tournament or two, we understand if you don't know what's going on. But that's mm. the point of this, is that we're shedding light. I'm saying this time and time again, is that we're shedding light on this so we can understand what's actually happening because we've been silent on it this entire time to... Because we thought that that was the best move. We thought that we weren't supposed to speak up about this and that it would look bad on us and that we would be seen as being like weaker for it too. But we're not weaker for it. We should be talking about this. And the fact that we're so scared of being judged for talking about something that's affecting us doesn't make sense at all. And it's something that her and I used to call about like once every week, once every two weeks to like rant about. The bit sesh. Oh my god, the amount that we vented over the past two years about this, because we couldn't talk about it to anyone else but each other, has been insane. People get blacklisted. People get blacklisted for speaking up, especially women. Uh, Oh, oh, Mirio just hosted us for 199 people, and I appreciate that, but um, this is a very touchy subject, now I'm saying? And I feel some sort of... (laughs) But it it doesn't matter. Let's keep on going with it, because I don't care about that. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Um, uh, that means a lot. Thank you. Um, but yeah, I can't believe. Uh, you know, it it, it it hurts me that that you know being afraid to to speak. My, you know, my mother always told me like you know speak up for yourself and, and the people around you. Uh, yeah. But when I started seeing like uh, women getting like shamed and like harassed and and and, and for, for speaking up on anything, I was like, if I want to survive at all in this community, it's like I have to just be a player and I have to shut up and be like a sweet little girl. And I'm like, you know, that's not how I was raised at all. Um, exactly. And it, and it, you know, I saw so many things happen and, and it's almost like, I'm like, okay, if I just play, you know, when I sit down and I play the game, I forget about everything. But the thing is, when you're done with the game, you still have to go back to that same community who who has, you know, members of it that are sexist, racist, who would never want to see you on that stage. And um and you always you'll always confront those things after you, you get off the stage. So it's like you have to remember why you do it and, and, and that there are people that support change and growth because it matters, you know? Um it's not just you know, uh, diversifying the the scene. It also um, expands like 
the game, I think. I feel like there's a ton of different yeah. types of res- like there's types of respect that happens because we're all kind of being um we're joining together. Yeah. 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 Mhm. And I think that's definitely something I could talk about with Tekken because it's like um you know, Pakistan came out of nowhere and it's really nice to see because they they present this really fresh look on the game. And I was just talking about this with one of my friends and just like the way they approach um like the the, the meta in the game. Yeah. And it's really refreshing. And I think if a lot of people could look past, like, that, um, you know, oh, they're different, separate, like, we're, separate is good. Because I know that there's racist comments that have been said about the Pakistani players, too. Um, but, you know, we unify over a game. We're unifying over that. And I think it's helped people understand cultural differences. And for me, it's, it's helped a lot with, like, just, like, bonding over them. Um, it makes me respect I mean, them even more because we all play the same game. And I learned something about your culture, too. I... I love it. I think it's healthy, and I think more people should be open-minded to it. Exactly. Like, the yeah. thing about, like, like especially with, like, the past few days, too, especially with, like, a lot of, like, people talking about, like, the Pakistani players and talking about um, the racism in general, right? Where there's there's two sides of the coin, right? There is a lot of racist comments towards the Pakistani players, and if you haven't seen it, then you just have not been made aware of it, and that's all there is to it, right? That's Because what happened was is that we've had the comparison drawn already, <laughs> where people were comparing, saying, like, uh, well, the Pakistani players don't complain. How come you guys are complaining, right? I'm not gonna... <laughs> oh, my God! So, like, I'm looking at you, right? It's like... And it's it's Continue. crazy, because what happens is, is that, like, they are going through a lot, too. Right? Yes. The difference is is that just because they aren't complaining about it doesn't mean it's not happening. It doesn't mean that it shouldn't be discussed. And the reason why we're discussing and bringing it up now is because we are making the motion for us to actually talk about this openly in an open environment. Because if you guys aren't educated about what's happening, then no one's going to get better, okay? No one's going to get better. The people who should be held accountable aren't going to get better. Maybe your own opinions have not been expanded upon yet. Maybe there's some ignorance going on. Ignorance is not a bad word, by the way. People go, oh, man, he's ignorant. But the real definition of ignorance is not being knowledgeable about something. So expanding your knowledge and being ignorant is one thing but after you educate somebody and they're no longer ignorant towards it and they still continue to do the same stuff that's just stupid right, right. there's a there's a difference between the two stupid and ignorant are two different things right they're not the same word though like sometimes like modern language people tend to use them interchangeably it's just not true so yeah you could be ignorant to the topic we're talking about but like that's the whole point of being woke stop being sleep I'm trying to get woke okay? try and get well that's what this whole podcast is about and i appreciate you for doing this because you know alicia hit me up for this and i was like Whew. I was nervous. Whew. I was like, oh my God. Okay, because I, w- I was really scared. I'm not going to lie. Um, I already speak up on stuff, uh, but, you know, to speak with you, you know, openly with, you know, with our audience, and, you know, I'll probably get some people that really don't get it because maybe they've never seen it. Maybe they watch maybe two to three tournaments a year. But, you know, yeah. we're people who are in the scene all the time, and there's multiple other people who are in the scene all the time, and, and, and they see it. And so, um, oh, okay, like for example, uh, Spaghetti Rip, you know, great member of the community, really huge influencer and commentator, right? He brought something to some, uh, to some people's attention earlier today on Twitter, right? He didn't have to speak up. He didn't have to do it, but he did because, um, you know, and I don't think it was just the fact that it, he, he helped like bring exposure to the scene. It was the fact that like, you know, it's, it should be about the game, you know, and the, and the, and the yeah. skill of the, the players and what they're bringing to it, which is a very positive outlook. Uh, 
And I just, I loved how he approached it. You know, you never have to be, you know, you don't, you never have to be ignorant. You never have to throw out cusses and all that to get your point across. And he definitely did. And I think social media in that sense is a, such a beautiful tool. Uh, you know, social media has its problems, right? But bringing awareness to things it's um, starting with social media isn't always bad. It's, it's sure. not always bad. And I think it's, it's great when people like him and people like you and me are, are you know, we're people of color speaking up because, you know, an influencer could be like white and, and that's fine. And they speak up on it and they're, they're bringing attention to it as well. It's always good to have an ally, but true. I think people that are speaking, you know, when they're, it's from the actual source, I think that says something as well. Um, because that, that also matters too, because they're actually the people within it, uh, and dealing with those certain adversities. I mean, bringing that point up too, right? Was that something that we've talked about actually? And we had talked about this literally yesterday because we brought like the day before because we were talking, just shooting, shooting the breeze, shooting the do. breeze as we yeah, <laughs> always. Um, yes, so one thing that we talked about actually was, uh, the fact that when whenever we accomplish something, it's not truly validated until like until a man actually validates what we did. And it's the weirdest concept, but it's 100% true. Yeah, I so, can't stand that shit. I can't. Oh, sorry. Mm, yeah. Even an example of myself, like I'll like I'll talk about this flat. Go, right? girl, let's go. Let's go. Let's One tournament uh, for a commentary position. Uh, I don't want to name drop the tournament or anything like that because they're amazing people and I love them to death and they did a fantastic job and whatever, right? But uh, what happened was is that there was a commentator who got a spot that was higher than the spot that I got totally fine i was just happy to be pick, picked for the tournament and what he did was go wait a second why did i get semifinals and you didn't and i was like i don't know but you know have fun and he's like no this is not okay like i'm gonna go talk to them and see if i can get this swapped because you deserve to have the spot over me and you I were like, qualified what? you were overqualified compared to him. yeah and he said that he was like no like this doesn't make sense for me to be on here mm -hmm. instead of you and he got it switched the same thing happened for the next tournament where i got semifinals instead of top eight and i was like it's cool like i get it like it's I'm I'm just happy to be a part of this already. I was just thankful for my spot. And like deep down I was kinda like, damn, like I, I really didn't get that top eight. But okay, do you know what? Like I'm just really happy to be a part of this. And then the guy who got top eight was like, How the hell did I get this? You deserve this over me. You know more about the game. You've been here for longer. You understand the people. Like I don't know anything compared to you. Like I mean I do know stuff, but like I'm a semifinals caster, I'm not a top eight caster. And it should be you, not me. And then he messaged them and told them, Hey, can you swap us? And it was like, damn, it took two times where men had to speak up on my on my behalf instead of me doing something about it or instead of me being recognized for my talent right. for something to actually shift. Right. And I was really thankful that they did it because it's amazing to have allies. It really is. And that's why I'm so thankful to both of them for doing that. And at the same time, it, it hurts a little bit because that validation, if they didn't if they didn't give me validity, then nothing would have actually changed that scenario. Right. And, and that's and that's the problem with it you know it it should never take a man saying anything for for someone to see or a company to see the worth of a woman in the scene you know if she she has the talent for it she got the quality she's got all the history there mm -hmm. put her in the spot she deserves to be in the top eight commentary spot um yeah i've <laughs> i completely relate um you know there's been times where someone will say oh yeah you know this male top player, like, oh, Lil Maja said, uh, you know, uh, you're the best female second player, or something like that. I forgot what it was, but I was like, I mean, I'm like, yeah, I, I'm like, I, I know I'm, I'm a good Tekken player. Yes, that's fine, but like, I don't need you to tell me that's an, like a man told you that. Like, it just doesn't, that doesn't 
make it any better, not, even though I do, you know, I look up to Majin, and, you know, when it comes from his mouth, when he's like, you know, hey, you know, how's it feel to be a top player? And I'm like, oh my god, man, this is awesome, you know, like, turn up. It's awesome. Yeah. But when it comes from other people, like, well, they said this about you. And I'm like, why does that matter? I already know for myself, um, I already know for myself, like, how strong I am. Um, I, being, I don't need validation from anyone else. Uh, or, oh, for example, when I, when King Jay interviewed me, um, and he said, you know, he's also, he's a black man, you know, we're black, <laughs> and yep. he, he, he respects what I, what I do a lot, and I respect him too, very much, and he said, um, I don't, you know, he asked, the questions that he asked always cater to the person, and he's like, have you ever, he's like, have you ever dealt with any adversities? I think he said either as like a, as a woman, you know, in the scene, or like a black woman, but I was like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, I've dealt with things, especially as a black woman in the scene. Yes, I have. You know, you have to you have to turn your your head sometimes and, and ignore comments that are directly racist towards your people in the gaming community all the time. You 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 have to be you have to always be on pins and needles with the things that you say. Uh, get constantly called the N word. Like I I don't um, you know. But of course, I didn't say all that in the interview because that's not really what that interview was about but I did say yes that does exist you know especially as a black woman yes that does exist and, you know someone was always someone was quick to say um like yeah they're like what what problems what adversities uh like are, are you just mad because you're not Beyonce and I'm like yeah that was a weird ass comment and you know <laughs> what it took for somebody to say something and like you know call that uh poor ignorant person out was a man king J, to say something you know like i i know people say stuff about me all the time you know when you're in the scene you're you're in the public eye of course but it's the fact that like that was that was that was something else um and it took somebody else saying something for that to be the case because like what i'm talking about you don't know anything about it you don't know anything about what i deal with so um who are you to say uh they're like, oh, pick one. Is it the race card or something else? They're like, she always plays a race card. I'm like, well, I bring attention to it. You know, when I play, it's not like that's the first thing I talk about. But I, I do use my platform to bring awareness to it because I've literally had to look the other way so many times. When people yeah, say and things like, about that point people. of race card, like you brought the, the point of race card. I really want to go through this really quickly, right? Is that going to the point of race card is that this is not a card. We don't magically turn white all of a sudden, okay? This is not, we are this. This is us. This is her. This is me. Like, we are 100% going to be colored all the time. We're always going to be women all the time. It's not a card that we play. It's a discussion point because it's who we are every second of the day. Just because we don't talk about it all the time and we talk about it selectively at certain times doesn't mean it's a card we're playing. It just means that we're actually bringing light to a situation. That's the difference. Just saying. Yeah. No, no, you're right. And it's just one of those those things where it's like, you know, we're not just players. Our color becomes a factor so many of the times, whether we ask for it to or not. We don't get a choice in that, unfortunately. Um, whether it's what people say to us or what opportunities we don't get or, um, you know, because this is how we were born. This is the, this is the ethnicity we are. We can't change that. Um, so, <laughs> hmm. it does make things 
a little complicated sometimes. And it's, yeah, and there's like a lot of times where it's like just self-silencing stuff, right? Where it's like, you know, I, I even in my in interviews where I get asked, right? Where it's like, what's the hardest thing? What's it, like the biggest difficulty you face or stuff like that where it comes to the community? And I'm like, oh, okay, well, the biggest thing I face with the community is like, oh, how I want it to grow. I try to just, like spin into a positive element. Right. Where in reality, if it's like actually asking me deep down, like what's the hardest hitting thing? It's like, yeah, dude, you're getting called the N-word every time I've ever casted ever. There's never been a time where I haven't been called the N-word. Or they put that black emote, that, that black guy emote, the one, you know the one. You yeah, know yeah, the yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like every single time. Every single time. And it's just like, yeah, like it sucks. And it it's it's something that like, yeah, like people can say like, oh, you know what? Like just ignore it and move on. Just ignore it and move on, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't matter. They're just trolls or whatever. It's like, and like people try to move on from it or whatever. Yeah. But it's like, and it's it's hard to put it it's hard to put it together but it's like <sighs> i guess i got mad frustrated for a second aside <laughs> no no it's okay it's okay you know this this is about this is what this is all about let's go yeah take your time just, take your time man yeah. it just it just sucks because like we we come and face we come and face this like all the time where it's like yeah people will tell you like oh man move on brush it off brush it off and that's the thing that we have been brushing it off for so goddamn long so and I long yeah and we try so hard to spin things into positives we oh, try to time. like be like do you know what rise above this we're stronger than this this doesn't matter they don't matter what matters is what we're doing right here and now those are all true things yeah. but to lie to you guys and just say time and time again that this does not affect us is also bs right there's some days where it really doesn't affect us right there's some days where we can be like whatever we good right but there's a lot of the time where those comments sometimes especially if they're from people who we've actually we've actively seen in the community from people who we've uh time like even like sometimes when you get your own subscribers saying weird weird janky stuff oh I've, I've seen that oh i've had to block people remove them supposedly who supported what uh what i do and you know people like me right and and then they they showed their true colors in social media and um, I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh yeah, no, I'm sorry, honey. You can't, we can't. You, I, you, we're not, you're not cool with me. Like, you show what you're about. Um, and people are like, what I do? I'm like, I'm not your mama. I'm not gonna teach you this. You know, we bring awareness to it. What you choose to do with it is on you. But like, yeah. if you can't even notice what the problem is, like, I don't want to deal with that. Like, I already have too many roles in the in, in the FGC that I have to deal with like you know take care of too many jobs there <laughs> I don't even... I don't got multi-thousand kids man I ain't paying no child support thank, like that okay thank like you. listen <laughs> yeah like it's just like that's a whole other like I can't do that you know and it's like one of those things like you know I, I think about it and I think about when I was first kind of like starting and I was really hyped to be in the scene right and I, and I love playing. I still do, right? But I mean, I'm talking about the past right now. But, you know, I was, it was uh, Tekken Tag 2. And I really love, I, I love, um, I was really excited to compete and stuff. And I, I was doing well. And I was getting stronger, stronger and stronger. Um, and I was training with some of the best people in, in, the, um, in the country. Because that, that was when Tekken Tag kind of had good internet, right? For, for good net code, I mean. <laughs> and I was really excited. And um, I wasn't really social media heavy like that. Um, you know, and I saw a thing or two about somebody saying something about black women not being able to play the game. Um, and I, <laughs> since it was one of my first introductions to it, you know, the social media part and from, from a player who had a lot of influence in another scene, it was, um, it was, uh, 
and seeing people that I knew, uh, people I knew were, were agreeing. Um, uh, that I'm not going to lie, you know, because I was, I was very, I was, I had this, this, this romanticized version of the scene. Um, but when I saw that it, it shattered everything and I learned I couldn't, I mean, I couldn't trust anybody. Um, you know, <laughs> people say the FGC is, is inclusive. Mm, no, there's parts of it that are, but there's a lot of parts that, that aren't, especially when, when there's not more consequences put on, on people who, who are literally trying to push out anybody that looks different from playing. Um, and, you know, at the time, I had already made tons of top eights. And, um, you know, I saw that and somebody's like, Cole's not going to be happy about that. I'm thinking, well, no, of course you should say something uh, and they said well you know you cuddle and pink diamond are the exception there is no fucking exception you know you're talking about every black woman um i mean you say that and I, I i want to be included then too like this is this is this is this is terrible this it, it was it was terrible and, and it really made me think twice about who i trusted uh about who i had let in to my my, my circle uh i found myself um I started questioning what I looked like. Uh, it fucked with me for a very long time. Yeah. <laughs> like I, no, cri I cried to my mother. I cried to my mother. Yeah. People can say, oh yeah, accept this. Well, that's like your first introduction to it. And you're playing and you're trying to be spectacular and do your thing. And literally, somebody else can say that, and nothing happens, and, and you're not used to that. It's a really rude awakening. And I don't know how I stayed. I don't know how I stayed. Because I want to leave a lot. I want to leave so many times. But the love of the game and the people probably brought me back. You know how many terrible comments I've seen about black women? <laughs> it's, it's so like, bad. I don't even, I, I should never give anybody that power, and I, and I didn't, because I never let them see me sweat. I never did. I never did when I played, you know? I, 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 I you know, you remember that you want to, you love what you do, but Jesus, sometimes you get tired. That's facts. That's facts. It's like, at the end of the day, right, is that we're, we're human. We're human, and it's, and not only is this is this affecting you so strongly and it's also affecting the potential of having other black women coming into the community right people of color in general coming to the community it's hard it's hard for them to feel like they can have a foothold but actually a really great example in comparison right is that if you had actually screw it, i'm gonna talk about this certain situation actually screw it so actually back in uh back in 2018 when i was casting uh, there was one event where i was casting with somebody oh, i won't drop names of him but like we're casting and a black woman goes on stage i know who she is right it's actually pink diamond Pink Diamond goes on yeah, yeah. for Caliber. And I get mad hype. I'm like, oh, snap, that's Pink Diamond, blah, 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 right? But before I could even say that, right, he goes, oh, man, she's going to get wiped. She just walked on stage. It was pools, dude. Like, what is wrong with you? Like, why would you say that on the mic? And this was on and the then, mic. This was on the mic, and the Twitch chat all agreed. I even had my own, like, fans saying stuff where they were agreeing with this dude. And I'm like, are you crazy? And then they just, and the thing is, when they, 
Like we said, when people say things like that, everybody just comes in, the fl- like the floodgates just boom. It just yeah. open. everybody's like, oh, I agree with him. Oh, yeah, she gonna get Molly Walk. <laughs> and that's whack. And it's whack. And then I was like, and then I instantly was like, screw it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna like call this out. Bam! And I was like, hold up. What did you talk about? This is Pink Diamond. Blah, blah, blah. Talked about her Tekken 7, like, history. Moved on. Talked about, oh, she plays Taki and Caliber. Blah, blah, blah. And then the entire time she was playing, I felt like I was playing catch-up. Where I was like, holy shit. This entire time, I no matter what he says now or how we commentate this game, the entire time the outlook people are going to have is that she's not good until I can prove that what she's doing is good. Regardless if she wins or loses, right? Right, right. So when it came to her first game, right? She she struggled. She struggled. She's against a really strong player, though, mind you. Right. That, really but that, that happens. That ha- you know. Yeah. Game <sighs> two, though, she adapted so well, and she gave him a run for his money. Let's right? go. And I and I called that out. I was like, that was such a fast adaptation to make that change from those few seconds she took before matching that rematch button. Are you kidding me? That's how you know she has been in this FGC for too damn long. Right. Because you can make adaptations like that. That fast. That's a that's a veteran. That's a veteran. That's a veteran. That's a goddamn veteran, right? And I was talking about that, where it's like, listen, you gotta put respect on the name when she does stuff like that. And the thing is too, is that if you had some random a random homie go on stream, right? Let's ignore race, ignore gender, ignore color, everything, right? You see, sometimes there's random ass people who come in and cook everybody. They absolutely cook everybody, and no one sees it coming. You know those. <laughs> they're, the, they're the dark horses of the of the of the tournament. Right? Yes, yes. Those, those hit and miss mfers, dude. That's what they are. They like roll up out of nowhere's ninjutsu your like your ass, and then you're just like, okay. Yes. Like, but it's it's a beautiful thing, and we love seeing that rise up. Yes. But whenever it comes to them coming up on stage, right? And maybe they're against another nobody or something, right? Maybe it's like early on in pools or watching the game. Usually it's just like, oh man, like, blah, blah, blah kind of game, right? We talk about the characters they pick. We talk about, like, the play style they play. No one really talks about them as people. But if it's a woman walking up on stage or a color, like, a color chick walking No, they don't talk about that first. They don't. Especially if you're, they don't. Not, especially if you're not, um, established. Yep. Yep. You, yep. You, yep. Chop and block. There you go. Like, they will go yep. in. And that's, like, what the actual fuck? Like, like, you know, it's just, it's, it's. Twice as bad when it's women of color up there. Um, oh, or they ask, is that hair real? What the fuck does that matter? Doesn't the game matter? Um, I could have swore that's what, what mattered. It's just a lot of things that they'll pinpoint and like they'll be nitpicky about. Instead of yep. thinking, you know, this woman could really just shatter all my perception of, of uh, female players. She could do some damage, which a ton of women, women do do damage in the scene. There's a ton, yep. but it's like yep. for some, you know, uh, there's a lot of ignorance there. Um, but that's why we're also talking and we're speaking of these uh, instances and it's, you know, we speak on them so that it brings more awareness and that it's not just some walk in the park and that, oh, it just happens everywhere. We're talking about the scene and we're talking about bettering it and and we have to talk about the the more painful parts of it, you know, and I think a lot of the time people don't want to hear it. And they only want to see one side because they they're not as open minded. But you know, if you haven't experienced these experienced these things, how are, who are you to to say or how do you even know? Um, that's literally why there's literal black gamer groups made because of the scene not always being so inclusive. I'm sure you all have seen that because Twitter says who they recommend to you. So I'm sure you've seen that. And like, if the scene was really that inclusive. That wouldn't even fucking exist. Um, yep. But it's there for a reason. And then there's a black girl gamers one. 
Because you don't see a white girl gamers one. You don't see a lot of that. You don't see none of that. And why is that? Because I think there are still some some races that are, or some ethnicities that are still, um, they don't receive the same sort of backlash for certain things or just same sort of treatment in general as other yeah. ethnicities. That does not, it doesn't happen. I've seen it uh, a lot. <laughs> it's, it's swept under the rug, right? It's like, it's, mm-hmm. it's such... It's one thing, it's right, to it's have different. the double standard of being a female, but it's something to have, like, the triple double sta- the triple standard of being a colored female in the scene. And it's like, yeah, that's, that's like, one of the things we talk about most often in our phone calls when it comes to our two weekly rants, bi-weekly rants, is that, like, it's, it's goddamn hard to be a female in the scene, yeah? But, like, oh, my God, the extra layer that is being colored female in the scene because, like, instantly, like is shifted the focus of like we're not like the standard of okay listen we're both cute okay that's yes, facts yes. but like we're not like the beauty standard of what like the ideal person would want right and stuff like that whereas like yeah. people will say stuff like that but it's like listen no 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 like we are our own standard of beauty we are what we want so hold that but hmm. at the same time it's like that happening and that even being a point of discussion when it comes to like me casting a world tour and then you flip like placing in top eights doesn't matter. Oh, <laughs> like, God forbid I God forbid I have a bun on my head. Oh, well, the moment I have my hair pulled up, oh, it's a problem. You know, I <laughs> I I had to I, at one point I was wearing foundation on stream because I was trying to take anything away from people trying to say things. Um, you know, I don't I a lot of the time I wasn't even wearing my hair natural because I don't I I, I was like I don't want to deal with any of it. Uh, you know, but I I I had to learn how to be comfortable. Uh, no matter what and, and who I who I was, uh, unfortunately, I think it took a, a very long time. Um, it, it affected my relationship too. <laughs> uh, it's 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 hard um, because you're going through it, right? And especially if your significant other is maybe not as involved in the scene as you, it um, it it makes it the relatability isn't always there. But if there's somebody who's really active in it, then it's like, okay. But if they're not and they're just like, okay, well, you know, um, you know, you just ignore it. It doesn't really work like that. Like, um, it's, it's, it's hard when they don't, they're, they're a male and, and, and it's not the same sort of pressures there. Um, I, I've, I found it difficult at one point in my past relationship, um, honestly, uh, because of, of, of that. And it's like, because at the same time, right, you want your partner to like, to feel related in that sense, right? And like, you want, you want your feelings to be validated because that's the thing, right? Is that a lot of the time we shove down exactly how we feel when it comes to all of this, because we're so worried that we're being, I guess, like too, like, I guess too emotional towards it or something, or there's, I don't know, we just silence ourselves for no, for absolutely no good reason, right? And then when you turn to your partner and you're like, hey, like, Am I crazy for thinking this? You want to have them validate you right away, right? But sometimes that can't be met. Like, no offense to that person. No offense to that person at all. But, like, sometimes that can't be met when they don't truly understand your perspective. And, like, that's the reason why this kind of dialogue is so important, right? Where it's like, yeah, some of you people might not understand our perspective. We are a very unique class of person. We're both colored women, right? And we're very aware that you might not get it. But this is why we're doing it. Continue, sorry. Exactly. (laughs) This is is purely just to help inform you guys and let you guys know about the other side of everything, right? Because at the end of the day, like... Cuddle puts in mad work. I put in mad work, right? We we deal with a lot. We you know we put up with a lot too at the same time, but it's hard. It's really hard to do what we do and 
to be as passionate as we are and to be as loving as we are towards people and then still at the same time get that kind of stuff. So earlier I talked about something called passive racism. So I want to loop back to that. Yes, let's talk. Um, so passive racism, right? I'll define active racism towards you guys first so you guys understand which version you guys know probably more about. Um, <laughs> you're adorable for a second. You just adjusted your life. Oh, this, this, like, you know, girl, ooh, I got to put on these shoulders. This husband. I'm sorry. I need a second. Um, just can, can you give me like 10 seconds? Because I need to go pull. for it. Oh, shit. Oh, okay. oh. My girl dying over there. <laughs> like, yo, Arsene, thanks for resetting to cuddle. Really appreciate it. Forgive me. I think the oven's on downstairs. I don't know what's going on. I'm sorry. <laughs> the oven's on downstairs. She said, they cooking out here, they cooking me too. My goodness. My goodness. <laughs> okay, we all good? Mmm. I'm sorry, it was so hot. Speaking of which, praise the bun. Praise the bun. Oh, praise this is bun. this is mid mid-level bun right now. Okay, I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, I was sweating. Woo! Okay. Okay. Continue. So I'm so we get sorry. Heated, okay. <laughs> this is getting quite heated. I have on black tights that are really thick too. I don't know what's going on right now. Continue, so you got a winter attire. Okay. <laughs> it's Illinois. It's cold. <laughs> facts, facts. Continue. I'm right, so passive racism, active racism. So let's talk about active racism for a second. Um, active racism uh, is basically when um, you're, I guess, sort of like, <laughs> to use the term within itself, uh, to actively or to like sort of progressively uh, be racist, right? So for an example of that, it's like extreme examples of that, like, you know, being like 50s, 50 style segregation, um, uh, another version of that would be like actively calling people the n-word or segregating into groups saying that one class is better than another class things like that that's active racism right passive racism is something in which the intent might not actually be to be racist it's something that's done in passing yes. so what happens is is that when you say a comment that's like um that's segregating in general where it's like for example uh bringing up the point of um yo, Cuddle is the best female competitor. That's being passively uh, racist towards her because what happens is, is that you're segregating her from the from the allotted group, right? You're now, it's seen as being that way, not because like, oh man, they're so sensitive to think that. It's no, no, this is actually the definition of what this is, is that you are now segregating her away from the core. So what happens is, is that bam, NA top competitor. That is what she is, an NA top competitor. So when you, the moment you segregate her off and be like, okay, well, there's only 2% of female players within Tekken. Well, she's the best out of them. It's like, okay, but now that 98% of what is the base as well is not being taken into account when she is equal to and better than other men. So why is she being separated from them? Oh, and I have a question. Yeah. You mean, oh, yeah. wait, sexist, right? Yeah, so sexist. What happens is that when it comes Passive to- Passive sexism, right? Yeah, so it's like the okay. same. It's, it's okay. I was confused. Racism. Oh, so okay. It's, like, it's utilized towards. <laughs> I was so yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I was like, I feel like I missed something. Okay. Yes. Continue. I'm listening. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. I'm getting so, taught too. Yeah. So it's like because otherwise I could just say passive prejudices because then it's like the overall encompassing term for both, but it's the term is passive racism. So I just kind of carried it over to sexism. But you're showing yeah. like an example, right? Yeah. Yeah. And the next and that's definitely what happened. People don't think that it's. Um, a problem because and that's you said it's in passing they kind of they're just saying it and they don't see the problem with it but uh you're when you're when you segregate somebody like that um you know even though they obviously you know compete with all the other top players and are strong like like them then you're definitely uh kind of uh, 
you're kind of separating them off. So yeah, no, for sure. Continue. Yes. Yeah. So like when it comes to that in general too, is that like this, like this wave of what we have now, like whenever people try to compare like, oh, well, it's not as bad as it used to be over and over. That's like a common. I hear that a lot. Is that like, oh, it's not as bad as it used to be. And that's cool. But like, what's our next step? Right. Because if we're talking about how things aren't as bad as they, they used to be, they could have said that about slavery. They could have said about that about like emancipation. They could have said that about anything, right? Along the along the way to get here, well, it's not as bad as it used to be. You know, we just own slaves. At least we're not murdering people in mass tons anymore. Like, oh, well, now we let the slaves be like have their own lives. But you know what? Now we don't. Uh, we don't like. We don't like kill their families and you know uh, and separate them. them and rape them. All oh, right, <laughs> it's, it's you know it's better. I'm sorry. It's, it still seems the same. There's a lot of things that are have not been adjusted. It's just fitting the times now. It's, yeah. uh, it's just different era, but it's the same same shit still going on. And like that's the thing, right? Is that every time things do get better, and to not acknowledge that's crazy. But like at the same, like it, it is getting better. But the it's, fact is that you can't be comfortable and stagnant where you are. Otherwise, nothing will ever improve. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing, right? Is that we approach the time and era where it's like okay. People are still allowed to be racist in Twitch chats. People are still allowed to be sexist in Twitch chats. People are still allowed to be terrible, right? Yes, yes. Of, like, And like, yeah, like there's trolls. We get that. But the yeah. thing is, like, what do we do now that creates consequences to actually have follow for this? And it's like getting more moderators in tournaments. That's what's one of the first things that needs to be addressed, right? Moderation getting people would be nice. to, to moderate tournaments and be actively taking shifts, right? Combo Breaker did a decent job of this. So what happened was that they actually had moderators do it in shifts. And like, man, like you, that talk about leading by example. Right, is like that needs to happen with more tournaments where you have people who are willing to like take shifts and monitor stream chats for even like an hour or two shifts, just like commentary blocks. Right, you take a two-hour commentary <laughs> block, but you do it with moderators, and people will volunteer. It's not saying paid moderator positions. I'm saying is that people are going to watch these tournaments regardless. Mm-hmm. Have these amazingly passionate people volunteer towards something that makes this a safer community for the competitors that they're watching on screen. And you and know they would. Yeah, it, that and that and that is amazing. And got combo break, combo breaker did a good job, um, because like I'm telling you, like uh, there's something I was talking about on Twitter. I forgot, but one of my friends she said she read about a study that when they um uh, there was a tournament that happened and when like uh like when there was modding that was involved, what happened was like um there more people showed up. Because when there, there wasn't modding, they, like, did, like, a study. And, like, when there wasn't modding, there were less people showing up. They were, like, afraid. And I'm sure a lot of negative comments and things not being, like, fixed or put in check were stopping people from going. It was demotivating. And then when they started getting mods for the chats and things like that, more people started showing up. There was a positive growth. Uh, you know, it was a, there were more people that showed up. I think if if, if people saw that... The FGC gave a fuck about the safety of others and the general overall respect that should be given to people, um, and then, and then, or at least acknowledging like, hey, we 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 acknowledge that racism isn't okay, sexism isn't okay, uh, bigotry is not okay. I'm sorry if you can hear my dad; he's loud as fuck. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, like if, if there was actually some sort of like, notif- like no, like there was some sort of like, uh, you know, like a, a TO saying or like a like the head of a tournament saying, hey, you know, we don't fuck with this. This shit is whack. Uh, these these X, Y, and Z things have been happening. I want to change this. Who would like to sign up to be um to be mods and, and do shifts to make sure that people feel safe and heard when yeah. they go to these events? Because you know damn well people will be like, yo, I'm on it, boss. 
And I know they would. Yeah. If I wasn't That's a competitor, thing. I would be on that shit. I would help. Exactly. Like, James, if I wasn't out there casting these events, I 100% would take some shifts. I'd be like, you know what? I got you, right? Like, I'll sit there in those caliber chats, scrolling, being ready, like, being ready to help. Delete you and you. No, I'm kidding. No. But, but you know what I mean. Like, you know, like, it can happen. It can actually happen. And, 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 but people, enough people got to speak up, you know, enough people got to speak up. And, you know, and when we're not just talking about women in the chat, we're talking about people that are um, disrespected overall, too, um, yeah. from many different walks of life. We know it's not just us. Um, you know, it's to make people feel safe overall, too. <laughs> I mean, even if it's happening to your friends, right? I know we talk about, like, white knight culture and stuff like that, too, right? Where people are like, oh, man, don't be a white knight, don't do blah, blah, blah. But it's like, dude, sticking up for a homie is a whole different concept, man. Or like, they call it simping. Right? Like, like, we get it, we get it. Like, you know, sometimes people be out of hand about it and stuff like that. But at the same time, too, is, like, if you see, like, your homie needs a lifeline and you're not out there helping them because you're worried about looking looking a sort of way, a sort of way that's a you problem. That's <laughs> actually a you problem. Like, you need to fix yourself and fix your priorities because you should be defending your homies, right? Like... If if my friend was like getting trashed on or something, do you think I would I wouldn't fight for them? You of think I would fight, fight for them, them in a second? Yeah, it's would. like okay, yeah. What you want to call me a white knight for it? Like okay, like I got the armor right now, bitch. Like let's go. I'm gonna be horse. We run no. Like like no. Like it doesn't matter. Like it's it's like okay. Like what's that gonna do? Right. Like what matters the most is like, can you like are you chill with yourself at the end of the day? Like mm -hmm. and the answer is gonna the answer at the end of the day, right? Is that we all know there's always a little something. All something off with ourselves that we can always improve on, right? Yeah. Take this step in this right direction. This is something we're telling you that hey, you could do this better. So why not, right? Take yeah. that one first step. Especially Sorry. if you all support us, you can't support us and then be like, well, I don't see the problem. Yo, we just told your ass what the problem is, dog. So um, because that's not really supporting us anymore. And that's no, the, that's, it's not. that's the conversation that that you, that you brought up yesterday. Was that like, mm. you know what? Like, it's pulls not out a cigarette. <sighs> yeah, yeah, right. Damn, didn't I? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> She's like, yo, I went to that post so yo, goddamn much. Yo, today. you know, man, I love that fucking post, man. That, that post, I sat on that bitch for at least like a fucking good hour. I said, damn. I had to get that off my shoes. I was like, that shit was... <laughs> I was like, yo, like... Because, you know, your girl gets stressed. Like, people... Oh, my God. Like, I had to be... Ta I had to take a step back sometime because I'm like... Um, uh, uh, psychologically, it's a lot of... Uh, it's a lot to, to, to deal with, um... You should give them the rundown of like what of what exactly we're kind of like we're tiptoeing around it. Let's let's give them the rundown of what happened, right? It's the convert the topic we're going on to right now is talking about you ain't supporting us if you think that there isn't the problem here. Okay, Ooh, let's talk about so, that. Ooh. Yeah, so like there was there's one thing in particular that she brought up yesterday. I'll let you go more into depth about it. I'm just gonna set it up for you. So basically, what happened was that there was somebody who didn't see a problem with like women being mistreated in the community they had no concept of it then when they were made aware of it they still continued to act out about it and not be the best of people towards it okay continue go ahead do your thing right right oh oh also by the way so, small side thing that i see right here i remember you responding to a comment on youtube that said you always put the race card i mentioned that earlier so what happened was like yeah i said like you know i i didn't um i taught i responded to king j i didn't respond to that person like me speaking up about what i believe in and problems that people go through even slightly like alluding to it um that doesn't mean i'm playing the race card um i'm, I'm black um if people ask it's me on the card right like if, if it's something i deal with um i'm going to like like yeah my color has been a lot of the reasons why i have dealt with certain things so uh, excuse me if i say something 
Oh, am I supposed to say, ah, everything's great in peaches? Bitch. <laughs> That's not how that works. Uh, but yeah, no, I definitely, uh, I did appreciate King Jay for saying what he did. Um, because when I learned about it, that, that what happened, I was like, okay, um, yo, dude, I heard some shit. And he's like, you know, nah, he's like, nah, I respect you way too much for this shit to happen. I got you, fam. In so many words, and so he said good, what he wanted good. to. But, right, that's what I was saying. So, as you all know, I am a, a pro Tekken player. Um, I started teaching, and uh, people ask me a lot of advice. I'm approachable. A lot of people feel like I'm friendly, and I... You know, I want I want people to, to feel like they can come to me to get better because everybody needed to start somewhere. Um and so after what happened um with the uproar about the, the Twitch chat, I believe it was uh in regards to Evo Japan a couple of weeks ago, I felt like it was great that UYU was modding uh the chat, I think it was. Um and I was like, That's awesome. And one of my friends retweeted that and was responding to that as well and um you know i spoke up on it as uh too but what i was finding a lot of was that uh people that i uh, were following me and had been in my chat and were supporting me in my gameplay were saying things like i i will just ignore the twitch chat ignore the twitch chat when that the, the bigger problem wasn't the, not the twitch chat um it was the fact that like people were ignoring that these really sexist like rape jokes and things like that happen in these chats and, and, and like nobody's putting these people in check because if you're letting these these mentalities slide this is why things like this happen at these tournaments women are getting harassed and, and raped and drugged like this is that's why that's happening because nobody's saying hey this is not okay especially higher-ups and influencers you're not saying anything and you're letting that shit slide because they feel like Oh, this is my safe haven, bitch. Please, if if they started putting people in check, you they, that's literally saying, hey, we recognize that this is a huge problem, and people are being put in danger because of this. And I'm and I literally said that in my my tweet in response to the whole thing. Yeah. And so that happened, right? And then after that, all you saw was I don't see what's wrong with the Twitch chat. Just ignore the Twitch chat. I wasn't feeling that. Um, and somebody I did see. That did say something. I definitely don't say names. Um, but yeah, my dad's so fucking loud. Anyway, but yes, <laughs> yes, he he said um, he, he was like he, he made like a very like insensitive comment about it. Uh, pretty much saying he didn't see what was wrong with the Twitch chat. Just ignore it. Things like that. Then had the nerve to message me asking for help, like in regards to talking about timing, um, you know, and tech and, and things like that. And I was like, wow, isn't that beautiful that I saw what you said a couple of days ago? And I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything, right? I didn't say anything to the guy. I just ignored the, the message. And then but I made a response I, uh, to what I, I felt. Uh, and I made a tweet about it. I'm like, I don't want fake-ass support. You know, you're not, yeah. if you're not concerned about my safety or any of the other women in this community that you support, you're not concerned about their safety, then leave me the fuck alone. Like, like. Facts. Like, you know, it's only okay when I'm entertaining you or if I have something you need. But when it comes to me saying, hey, yeah, like, women are really, women are really getting it, like, we're, this is really, like, difficult for us. Like, you know, like, people aren't speaking up. So what's happening is we're not, we're not safe. We're not safe when we go to these tournaments. And, and if you can't even listen to me about that, um, you know, even though I'm supposed to be, like, you know, your favorite player and all this shit, then, like, 
I don't, I don't want that kind of support, man. It, you know, he, he felt, the, the guy felt like it was, when I made the, 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 the tweet, it was in response to, to what he sent me. And I'm glad that he noticed that, but it wasn't just because of him. It was multiple people. Um, you know, and the apology seemed very sincere, but I cannot, it's, it's unfortunate that a lot of people are going to have to miss out on what I have to teach simply because of ignorance and, 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 and sexism. And it's, it's hard because at the same time too, like, I mean, I never talk about this. I haven't even talked about this in my own chat actually, is I don't, I just don't talk about this at all. Is that like, so like I do get like death and rape threats, like it happens. And like, I know it's trolls and everything. Yeah. But there's always a part of you who wonders like, what if there's just one crazy person who's actually going to do something? Mm -hmm. Right. So like I do like I always like screenshot and send it off to TOs and stuff before I go to an event where I'm like, hey, just in case this happened to me at last event, I got messaged X, Y, and Z, just making sure. I've had people who are literally like, I'm gonna kill you at this event. And I'm like, I've had that happen before where like I'm laughing about it because that's how I deal with things. I just when I get stressed out I laugh. So I'm sending it off to TOs being like, Hey, can you just keep an eye out for me? I don't know if this person registered or not, but if you see their name registered, could you just make sure that the, they aren't allowed, <laughs> like flat out? Yeah. And they're like, Yeah, like I got you, Alicia, no problem. Like that's like, that's fine but the thing is is that no matter what that is such a massive fear every tournament i go to because it's not even like a joke anymore where it's like people are saying it and it's just a troll online they're going out and messaging my family like they message yeah. my parents yeah they're it's literally taking this to a whole other level where your life is in danger and your parents as well and and, and it shouldn't be that way like it this is why more needs to be done because that you that that does mean that you're you're in danger you know, and, and this is what we're talking about. Like, it's it becomes so much more. Girl, you know, you let that yeah. out, man. You, no, it's cool. It's cool. It's, ain't no thing, man. You are just, human. Yeah, it's just, it's so insane because, like, it's, it's like, one thing if, like, people are being, like, aggressive. Like, that's, like, the reason, it's one of the reasons why this is so important to me in general is that, like, yeah, like, I get that, like, there's, like, a level of trolling, and then there's this level yeah. where it's just, it's too much. It's, it's beyond much. trolling. That's not and trolling. If we take the first step, yeah, if we take the first step where we just correct people now, and people start to actually make a change, and things start to get better, right, is that this aggressive level won't be the aggressive level. The aggressive level will be what it is now. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. the more you restrain people and pull them back into the line of where they should be and give them consequences the better it is for everyone involved, right? Like, yes. my parents are two little sweet, in, like, elderly Indian people who own a restaurant. Like, don't fucking message them. Like, I had to go, like, on all their social medias and make sure I, like, blocked everything off, make sure it was all private so no one can find them and stuff. And, like, that sucks because they want to, like, talk to their other little elderly family members who can look them up on Facebook, but they can't even look them up on Facebook anymore because, like, I have to protect my parents. And I'm like, right. no, I'm sorry. Like, you just can't. Like do that anymore because this is what's happening. And after like after my after my mom got that message like the first time, and I, no one told me about the first time. I only found out about the second time it happened. Like you can't like my mom like called me crying. Like what do you do when that happens? Like what do right. you what do you say? Like oh mom, don't worry, no one's gonna come kill me at an event. She's like you're going to like America. Cause, like I live in Canada, right? Like no one's like how come I'm supposed to comfort her and be like oh yeah I'm going to the states and like. Yeah. Oh, don't worry about me. Like, I'm just gonna go hang out in a male dominant tournament where someone threatened to kill me, mom. But it's gonna be okay. Like, right. how I do you? Yeah, I can't reassure her. She's she's elderly. She's not gonna know better. Like, it's not fair. It's, it's not so fair. It's, That's why people need to speak up. You know. That's why they need to speak up. And 
like you said, when there's restrictions put, that will teach people that they need to stay in line. You know, if you can't, then, you know, get to stepping. So things like that don't happen where, you know, you're getting threatened and your family's getting threatened and you feel afraid when you go to tournaments. Like, like the thing is, is that, like, TOs are amazing in the sense that they'll always, like, keep an eye out and, like, take like take care of us and like like if you message them about shit like they'll always like take that extra mile for you and make sure that you feel protected and be like hey cool like and like even when i'm at an event floor you'll notice that i'm always like with a man in general like all the time 24 7 just because like 100 percent of the time i like yeah like, i do genuinely have that fear but the thing is is that that fear like becomes a reality when people take such aggressive steps towards you right yeah. that it's no longer about people harassing you in a twitch chat it's a real life thing now yeah. and that alone like i can't fathom like if that was happening to other people i would feel mortified and i'm sure that it might have happened maybe to some other people too i actually do know of other cases where women like reached out to me being like hey i was stalked i know what it's like to feel the harassment come to real life yeah. like i'm here for you if you need to talk about it and i've had that happen where women have reached out to me in that sense because it's and it's amazing to have people who support you that way but the fact that this is even still happening and we're in the year 2020 are you kidding me like why this is this is insane right there's certain things that have still not been addressed yet things yeah. that have been happening in this scene for way too long and and people have been sweeping their problems under the rug for way too long because you know, they've been afraid of the backlash they'll get for it but you know you're you're so strong for talking about this now right because a lot of women they wouldn't talk about this and then we, we we understand why but it, we we have to right and and, it, and you're so brave for doing that here today you know and, and you know i see fighting back the tears you're so so strong girl because i know like you because there's, there's i've heard of a couple of instances of us talking and like death threats and, and things like that um I don't know, Ricky Ortiz had a stalker as well who was in that her one. emails, like her emails too. And it was horrifying. And she talked about it at the Women of uh, FGC panel at EVO as well. Um, you know, and, and, and it's like, I understand why people are afraid so they don't speak up, but the fact that you have will help those that have been suffering in silence. Yeah, I mean, like, it's also the situation of, like, uh, I'm going to talk about two cases, two times. Um, I'm not going to name drop anybody unless if they want to have their own name revealed, you can do that on your own. But, like, I'm not going to reveal names or anything because I don't, I don't want to, like, I don't want to give away identities of people who might not feel comfortable coming out about their stories, right? So, um, so first one uh, was that there's a girl at an event, and prior to the event, she was getting harassed majorly. There was a big blow-up about it. Um, like she didn't feel safe going to the event anymore uh she was like hey can i hang around you the entire time i just don't feel comfortable actually i'm gonna talk about three scenarios okay so this is the first one and she don't feel comfortable going to this event anymore like i want to go but like i know that they're gonna be there like can you do something like i don't like I, they didn't even ask me to do something actually they didn't even ask anyone to do anything they just asked if they could hang around me and spag to feel safe and comfortable right right and i was like 100 percent. but what's going on right and then they opened up to me and they opened up to Spag and Fergus and um, I was given the rundown of the situation before I approached her about it. Yeah. And when I realized that this was all happening, I went to the TOs right away. And I was like, hey, listen, this is what's happening. Um, like, as someone who cares about you guys and cares about your event, if you let this person in, I am not going to be happy. Like, that's facts, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm casting two of your top eights for two different games back to back and right like that's that's a 
that's a problem. They need right? you. <laughs> I, like, you need me one, too. Like, I'm not going to pull out and be a dick about it. But at the same time, I kind of, I would I would definitely consider it if there was no action taken to make sure that she's protected. Right? Because, right? like, I don't want to be supporting an event where you aren't protecting somebody who feels threatened, was openly been, like, sexually harassed prior to the event even happening, and it being voiced. And the person being well known enough to make this not happen, Right. But then they were like, you know what, like, we're reviewing the situation, like, we'll take care of this, we'll make sure she's okay, blah, blah, blah. At the same time, like, they we, we, like they actively made sure that he was never around her. They still let him at the event, which is, you know, questionable, but at the same time, like, it was it was a rough situation for them to go through. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess my, my biggest thing was is that the fact that, like, the fact that we had to basically bodyguard for her like shouldn't be a thing like i don't mind doing it right. like i've i've told women time and time again too it's like hey if you ever need somebody to like to come by and like be like that alpha the alpha af person that you need like let me know like just be like oh alicia what's up i don't want to catch up and like let let me know about what's going on like give me the situation at hand i don't care if i know you or don't know you right i don't care if you play anime fighters or something that i just am not involved in let me know come to me tell me about what's going on and we'll handle the business we'll get down to it and make sure that we that you are taken care of and that's that's a sad instance for her, but there's another instance where there's a girl who was physically being touched by someone at the event over and over again, was being physically touched by somebody. And she was like, I kept telling them not to, and they keep grabbing my ass and I don't know what to do. And I was like, what? I was like, what? Like, this is, I was like, okay. Where's Alicia going, right? Like, so I was like, I was like, stick with me, stick with me. If she comes by, I'm gonna tell her off, right? So, so basically the person comes by, I mean, they've already been banned from tournaments now. This person's banned from tournaments because of them sexually harassing people and touching people. Right. Um, person comes up, I've given them the business. I'm like, listen, don't come near, don't touch, don't talk, nothing, right? right. They're like, what? I didn't, I'm like, no, I don't care if you didn't do nothing or not. You made this person uncomfortable, back up. Right, right? that's all, right, that's it. That's yeah. it. Like, there's no argument to be had. There's no fight to be blown out of proportion. It's staying the facts. This person doesn't feel comfortable talking to you, leave. That's it. Go do your own thing at the event. I don't care. Stop touching this person. Stop talking to this person. Damn. Right? They messed off. I made sure that this person was okay. We moved on. Right? And the other scenario, the final one that was like, oh my god, was that there was a scenario where I had somebody who was... I also have never talked about this before either, so I'm going to talk about this. This is actually an Evo. So this is actually a bit ago. But I, I talked about this with like two people. My therapist and then my partner. <laughs> but um, basically what happened was is that there was um, a person who, when they were talking to me, were, like, trying to get more involved into the caliber scene and they wanted to, like, make a foothold in it. So they were kind of flirting with me and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, not interested, right? And then they kept trying to be physically, like, making contact with me. And I flat out said, please don't touch me. Right? Right. And right? And I was like, like I said it nicely though. I was like, please don't touch me. I was right. like, I, I was like, space. Right. The, went, in the Elysia way. <laughs> right? Like space. <laughs> Private square. Like you don't like where I joke about it, but I make sure it's like very well known. I said it like three times in different ways, right? To not touch me, right? And the person proceeded to take it as a joke, because I did say it a little bit jokingly, and continued to like put their body almost up against me while talking to me. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. no, like, no, 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 no. And I, I literally took their shoulders and moved them back. And I was like, okay, okay hey. you know? like, don't do that. And they're like, oh, well, I just thought that you were into me. And I'm like, you just said no. You just, I just said, said no, like three times, right? 
and then they laughed it off and I was like okay cool like you know whatever move on whatever literally maybe 20 minutes later they see me again they see me talking to somebody who else is very notable right, right. so they swoop in and do the same thing again where they touch up on me what the fuck? and I'm like what world does this happen this is literal harassment like this is harassment with the weirdest sort of clout chasing mentality i've ever seen because it's no longer even about like it's no longer even about like harassing me as a person it's like trying to like reap something off of me at the same time doing this and that's where i was like i had like this identity crisis of like what the hell do i do in this situation i don't want to like blow up at this person for doing this to me in front of somebody who has no idea of the context of the situation Right. So it's like, how do you even how do you even handle that? Right. I was just like, I was like, no, thank you. And I took the person I was talking to and we walked off. That's all I I couldn't. I didn't know what else to do. I froze up. Right. But at the same time, it should be damn within my right to be like, fuck off. Thought like, I don't need you. Of course. These hoes. We out here loving these hoes. Like, this is ridiculous. (laughs) And it's ridiculous. And it's like, it's one thing if someone's like, oh, interested in you and like chatting you up. That's another thing if they're literally touching anytime anyone okay this is a this is a flat-out rule to the ftc in general i don't care what gender you are i don't care what race you are none of that matters okay this is a fact if you were at an event and you want to touch somebody in any sort of way vocalize the intent okay yeah saying like yo can i give you a hug that's not weird yo yo we, we hugging up homie like i say something that all the time where i vocalize my intent or i vocalize hey i'm gonna hug you or hey let's handshake or hey let's do something because that consent matters it matters man we're all bodies we're all humans and like even when you say like yo give me that hug question mark right yeah, like, like yeah yeah right it's not weird it's not awkward it doesn't change pacing right it's just being respectful of someone else's body do it just vocalize it right all my players know to do that all my people know how to do that they all do extremely well where most of the, some of them just don't like being touched in general so they go nope never gonna do it so it's okay <laughs> but but some of them were like yo wanna hug it out bro like stuff like that where they like say that and they vocalize it and they show their intent and that stuff really matters to me and like for me to do that as well as well it matters to me and that's what like at the end of the day it's what it's all about is like understanding to respect your body respect the body of others that's yeah man it's like you said it's really important that people vocalize like uh, intent like or like hey like or they ask like hey yeah can i hug you can i touch your arm because you have a cool tattoo or something i don't know unless you and your friends already have established that you know dungeon's cool then you need to ask all the time and um you know consent is really important like because if one person is like oh yeah i'm all good another person's like i don't know what you're doing and it's making me uncomfortable and you're continuously like pressing the situation now we have another problem on our hands and that's happened a lot in the community as well um yeah like lines get blurred and it's like the best way to make sure that lines aren't blurred is to, is to vocally discuss stuff man like the flat out talk about it it's kind of like the like just to get into this part too right is that <laughs> like we're talking about sex this yeah. is something i talk about very often when it comes to like understanding how people work right asking someone for consent or like just asking someone to have sex does not kill a vibe if you are not like if you do not have enough respect for the other person <laughs> or have enough like goddamn common sense to hold an adult conversation then that means you should not be having sex in the first place because you're not mature enough to have the conversation about sex you shouldn't be having sex can i just <laughs> i gotta be a hundred <laughs> if somebody said you want to have sex i'd be like okay listen no, 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 you gotta warm me up though you know gotta warm me up 
You know, this is like open me up. First, like, if I gotta have sex, I mean, shit, I mean, like, you cute and all, but like, I, I, don't, mean, I don't mean all that bird shit, brother. I mean, like, <laughs> she'd be like, can we please have sex? Like, <laughs> oh, spare some coochie, ma'am. Spare sex, ma'am. Oh my god, I just, I just had to make sure. Pussy. You know, because when I, when I recall my encounters, there's never been, hey, you want to have sex? That shit just be happening. I just, you know. Hmm. But listen, 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 right? Is that like you were in a long-term relationship where it's actually like more well so known, right? Very true. Vocalized. Very true. And even then, right? Like, you like you know, when you're talking, when you're chatting somebody up, like you're not doing one night stand stuff. When you're chatting somebody up and you're having sex with them, prior to even having sex with them, you, you probably chatted up a little bit CB something, right? Of course, yeah. Where, yeah. Were you vocalized? Yeah, I'm down to fuck when I see you. Like, yeah. you know there was, there was texting. Some text. <laughs> yeah, there was some sort of literally text. a text was the. That's a good point. Cause yeah. you, I'm you sorry. Still, you still, you still had the conversation. Just because the timing was different doesn't mean nothing. You still had the conversation. I'm just saying is that that's what matters too, right? Because a lot of these FGC hookups, there's no prior conversation to it. They'd be sure. hooking up and they'd be blurring the line because none of them had the, were responsible enough to have the conversation. That's what I'm that's, that's what I'm saying. Not that version. Where I'm like, <laughs> I'm like <laughs> fire some coochie, man, please. Like, I got a little bit right here. Can I get a little more, ma'am, please? <laughs> oh, okay. a little top off, please. <laughs> okay, okay, I get you. I'm sorry. I was like, but yeah, no, no, no you're right. There was there was some sort of consent that was um between the two people that was already expressed, whether it was text or it was stated. You know, however, yes. Okay, and when it's not, and like you said, with people in the FGC, they uh, the lines get blurred, um, yeah. and uh, miscommunication also seems to happen as well. Um, so yeah, people, you know, really vocalizing this like it's important, even if it's as blunt as "want have sex." Hmm, that's a new one, but I, I, you know. I mean, there's better ways to, like, ask No, but it. hey, but it's... There's harder ways to ask it, but at the same time, it's like, at the end of the day, it's what you should be asking, right? Are we going to be I doing another that. podcast, 11 ways to say, uh, to, to better say, want to have sex, Alicia? You know, the top 10 list. <laughs> I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm okay with that list, I'm but... Like, I'm going to clap them cheeks, baby. <laughs> I've gotten that one. Uh, <laughs> right? Right now. <laughs> yeah, that, that's... Oof. Man, God, you're making me think now. God, I feel like, man, I'm old. But yeah, um, no, yeah, for sure. You're right. And, um, cause you know, in the FGC and in general, sex can be a great thing, but you know, yeah. but when two people aren't, you know, that th is not a understanding. It could be somebody's nightmare. And then somebody else thought it was something that it, that it wasn't, um, and there's been a couple instances of that too, as I'm sure as you all have seen on social media, because people approach things differently when they want to bring uh, things public. I've noticed uh, some people will will be outright and they they'll say, "What what's up? What happened?" Uh, which also I think is why we got that um that that I call it the movement, the Me Too movement of the FGC uh, that happened, and a lot of women women were were like, "Hey, yeah, this happened here, this happened here," and everybody's like, "Why y'all wait so long?" Can you can you elaborate a little bit more on that? Okay, so one of the things too is that when it comes to like this is something I, I I've I've talked about a lot in my time, like even like before the FGC stuff, just in general with people, is that when it comes to the movement of discussing sexual assault or even rape in some instances, is that it's on their own timeline, right? Is that a, a person, not even just a woman, a person in general 
should never have the pressure to tell their story if they are not ready to. I don't care if it's five years from now. I don't care if it's 10 years from now. I don't care if it's 20 years from now. On your own time, when you come to terms and you're ready, is when you should be able to talk about it, right? The thing about the Me Too movement when when it came to the FGC was that people felt like they couldn't talk about top players doing what they did to them because they had so much power in the scene. Yes. And they knew that a lot of these players would not get banned from tournaments. They'd be allowed still in tournaments regardless because of how much privilege they have when it comes to the scene. And it's happened before. And they've done terrible things before. Other top players have done terrible things and they don't get banned. So that that was that was uh, proof enough that, you know, whatever they said, it didn't matter because they had the clout. Exactly. And, like, that's the thing, right, is that when it comes to, when it comes to that... <clears throat> When people were finally starting to tear down these people and were finally starting to say, hey, this happened to me, let's let's talk about it. Other people start coming out about their own cases because they were ready to talk about it, right? For one instance, there's one person who actually, with involving someone who ended up getting banned from events, yeah. um, was assaulted in her sleep by this person, right? And she told me about it a while back. But she said, I'm not ready to tell anybody. I'm not ready to go with the fourth anything. I just needed you to know this because I needed someone on my side. And it's like, okay. And I took, I took what she said and I was like, listen, I am someone who's here for you. I'm here to support you. I'm here for what you need. But like, let me know when you're ready to go forward and I will be with you 100% of the way. And that was her right to be able to do that. That was her right to choose not to tell anybody. That was her right to not go forward with anything. That was her right for everything that she decided to do. And eventually she ended up wanting to tell her story. She did tell her story, right? And yeah, it came out two years later than what had happened. Two, I think actually it might have been three years later than what had happened. And... <clears throat> that's okay because it was on her timeline when she was ready and it's like okay convenient how it's coming out now blah blah no no, no. That, there's none of that there's comfort in numbers there's comfort in knowing that other people are coming out about it and people are being well receptive to it instead yeah. of the opposite right because the biggest fear is backlash and now that people are being receptive to it now it feels safe enough for someone else to come forward and now maybe it's their time to be ready it's not our time to judge them for when they're ready it's our time to be acceptant of when they're ready and i i completely agree it's it's not just like okay this happened to me i want to talk about it now do you know how fucking traumatizing that is? I'm not talking about, you know, to you. I'm sorry. I meant this in like, does everybody understand how traumatizing that is for you to feel like you didn't have control and that somebody overpowered you and, and to feel helpless? Just, just, like, like, that's not something you just, you know, it happens and you're like, oh, hey, yeah. Like, you, you're, you're, you're going through that, that, that situation again and again and again in your brain trying to figure out why I didn't do more or what why did I let this happen you you blame yourself you you don't know if you could talk to anybody and and, and all these things go through your head because you never and I think sometimes people think it's never going to be them and when it happens to them they're, they're frozen they think oh my god like this happened to me and and and, and you know that takes that, and especially if you don't get help or, or seek help, that could be something that you could keep to yourself for years. And, and nobody should ever force you to, to, to speak about it when it happens automatically. No, that's trauma. Like, when people lose, lose loved ones, a lot of the time you're not going to just see them stay, like, oh, yeah, you know, I, I lost my mother. You know, a lot of the time people are very to themselves about those things. They're, they're very quiet and, and removed because you're dealing with something so traumatic like um like my um my mother when um she was younger she no well sorry my, 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 not my mother's uh mother my mother's sister um she when my mother was like maybe she had gotten out of college and, and her sister was sick and her sister passed 
and it was one of those things where like my mother never really got help for she's my mother's lost a lot of people and, and so much about our my mother that I didn't understand um like emotionally uh, because like I don't th- she I, she never really like it never really seemed like she had gotten the help that she needed to, to work through it right and so we never really knew a lot of why she reacted the way she did to certain things. Like, you know, my mom is amazing, right? Like, she's awesome, but like, obviously there were some problems there, like like traumas that she had dealt with and when it came to loss that she never got to fully work through. And, and I think she's she, she seems to be doing way better when it comes to that now um, and how she deals with other things emotionally. But like, Good. it took years, like, like we're talking like literal years. And um, <laughs> yeah, things like that stay with you. And this can be applied to anything traumatic to, to, to anybody. Just just examples. I mean, the other thing, too, is, like, when it comes to like, people coming out about their stories and people, you know, being delayed in coming up with their stories, is that it's not the responsibility of the victim to come out to protect other victims in the future. Right. It's not the responsibility. No, it is not. And that's, right. and that's something that, you know, I've seen people fight with a lot, you know, where... You, you have information about something or you or it happened to you and you know people are like well you should be speaking out about it because what happens if they do it to somebody else in the community or how does they do it something else that like, a lot and like that's a the thing right is that you don't like that those people don't fucking get it they just don't get it is that it's not your responsibility like and it sounds shitty to say but it's true it's not the victim's responsibility to take into a whole account those that person's actions it's not okay? at all they're 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 suffering they're they're suffering and they're dealing with it on their own you know and like you said they have to be able to deal with it in their own time right it's not anybody else's time they're not thinking about oh i have to do this for you know everybody else who's dealt with it like me well you know you take care of you first you take care of home first which is yourself right And, and if you happen to be ready at any point to talk about it then you speak up about it then just know that you did help a lot of people and but on your own terms and when you were ready Exactly, exactly. And that, that's the thing in general, right? And that, that applies to no matter what gender, what race, nothing. None of that matters when it comes to this. It's just being real with yourself is that respect when other people choose to not talk about it. Respect when they do decide to come out about it. Like, that's the thing, right? Is that the worst thing you can ever do is guilt trip somebody who's already a victim of the situation. They're already going through so much. Don't guilt them further saying like, hey, you should actually report this to actually do something for the next step because this person should be held accountable. Yeah, the person should be held accountable, but it's not your responsibility as a victim <clears throat> to always push forward like that. Sometimes the best way to deal with it is actually having allies on your side who are mentally prepared and ready to help you in that sense. Like when it came to that person who I talked about before, right, who wasn't ready to talk about to anybody to come out about it until the, Me Too, the FGC Me Too movement happened. We're like, hey, I'm ready to come out about this. You got my back, right? I was like, 100% got your back. Whatever you need, blah, blah, Who do you need me to talk to? What events do you need me to talk to? Like, whatever you need. Like, I got you, no, 100%. You will feel safe. That is that is the goal. You will feel safe. And then I had TOs reach out to me being like, hey, like, she messaged me. She told me about the situation. I just wanted to confirm with you. Um, is this what she told you as well? Like, what's your opinion about Alicia? I was like, cool. This is the rundown. This is what I think, blah, blah, blah. Like, I hope you do proceed with a ban. Bam, they were banned from that tournament, right? Like, multiple cases coming in, making sure that they were fact-checking to make sure they're all good to go, and, like, getting other perspectives of it is, perspectives of, of it is as well is important. But, like, at the end of the day, she chose to do it then. Yeah, she could have chose to do it a year or two before. And, yeah, other people did get assaulted in between that time. But was that on her? No. Not even an ounce of it was on her. And, to, and if someone even has that thought, 
Like, don't don't follow me. Don't talk to me. I don't want to know you. Like, that is the dumbest mentality I could ever hear from somebody is to be like, well, if she told someone sooner, they could have she could have protected a lot of people. Yeah, if she knew sooner, she could have protected other people. That's another thought, too. Right. It's like, why are you trying to judge somebody who's trying to deal with their own life and to cope right. when the when the problem is the predator? Yeah, that's the problem here. It's not, not on reporting it. Right. It's, it's yeah, yeah. The problem is the predator. And not the person going through the actual trauma. Like, it should... Yeah. Yeah. The focus needs to be shifted to the right place. Yeah. Right. Like, that person's obviously coping and trying to... This person's, <laughs> this person's trying to, to deal, like you said, and cope. Um, and, and I think that's something definitely that people should remember um, when they're trying to shift blame and, and literally badger victims into telling their stories so soon. So, yeah, no, it's... it's very good point and yeah, your insight is very appreciated i um i had something that kind of happened like that too but it was someone that well she well at the time she was um you know i definitely no, no names here but like she was um in uh cuddling she was cool um but uh i don't know where she is now but um she told me about a player who assaulted her and um, I said, do you want me to do something? And like, I, you know, and, and I reached out to a couple other women and they know who they are, thank you for everything, um, uh, to, to, get, to get help. Uh, and, I, and I knew the player too. And uh, she's like, no, no, she, she, she didn't want, it didn't, it, she didn't want anything to be done. And, and that killed me, right? Cause I'm like, oh, I want you to pay. Not her, the predator. I wanted him to suffer so bad, but I respected her wishes, and I left it where it was. Um, you have you have to respect the the victim's uh, choice. Choice. And and, and and you're right. And um, but you know when this player saw me, uh, they were like, you know, are we, do we have a problem or something? I said I don't feel comfortable around you. Yeah. And then that was it. And that was it. And that was that. Um, but I definitely I'm, I'm like okay as long as you know, now you know that like. I don't feel comfortable around you like and, and and at least there was some like signal for that that was i'm like okay but yeah you gotta respect the victim's wishes and um well, the reason why like we why we're saying this in particular just to like kind of hit the key element here is that the victim is powerless in what happened right and the only thing that truly gives them power is the choice that they are allowed to make after and the choice for them is to either tell the story or or to keep quiet and ultimately it's their decision and that's the one ounce of power that they actually have left in this scenario and they need to hold on to that the moment you tell it on their behalf without their consent is the moment that you took that power away from them a second time in the situation and that's not going to be okay for their mental health right yeah no that's I, real talk damn that got that got so it got, got very real they got mad deep oh my god Whew. yeah like you know if they don't if they don't want to certain things done you just you're like okay and um yeah i think yeah it's good that there are people that can come to us and other people to help them though like that's important that they feel like we're safe spaces for them you know yeah like nothing makes me happier than being a safe space for people like regardless of gender right like i've had men who've been sexually assaulted in the fgc who've come yes. up to me as well, right and like that's the thing is that i'm out here like like for one of them in particular, not gonna name drop, right? Was that every time he saw his predator at the event, instantly would message me. 
I would drop everything I was doing, didn't care if I was working, didn't care if I was doing something else. I would drop it. I'd, even if I was watching one of my players in pools, I wouldn't care. I would leave and check in on this person and be there. And be like, you know what? It's cool. Like, I'm gonna stand with you till this person's gone. It's cool. Where do you want to go? If you want to go for a walk, what do you want? Like, what do you need right now? Like, I don't like what is the priority always is how someone is doing. And that's the thing, right? Was that his situation was so heartbreaking and, you know, and he had it leaked. The situation was leaked by people outside of himself. And when it got exposed to everybody, he was rattled. He didn't know what the hell to do. He didn't want anyone to know about it in the first place. Right. And then, <clears throat> then, and then he got name dropped by the predator, which was even crazier. And then he was like, "Oh my god, what do I do? Like, I, should I make a statement about this?" And I'm like, "Okay, what do you want to do?" And he goes, "Like, he goes, like, I want the world to burn right now. This is crazy. Like, this is not fair." Like, I didn't want people to know. I wanted this to just die down. And, like, it's, yeah, it's been bothering me now ever since it happened. But I wanted this to just die down. And I wanted to move on with my life, right? right? That's how he wanted to handle the situation. Right. But he lost that right to handle the situation that way now. Because of the predator. Yeah. Yep. So he made a statement about it instead. People came to support him. Then people also came and bashed him. Yeah, they attacked him. Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah, you're a young black man who couldn't force her off of you really I, like stuff like that i saw comments like that and um it, it it wasn't it wasn't about that it's not like oh you're fighting somebody off of you they're so uh they, it's like people think that men can't get uh sexually harassed or raped or assaulted or anything and but but they can and but oh god forbid you're also a black man they yeah they think like, it's oh, div- yeah. uh, oh sorry uh, no worries it's just like it's just something that always pisses like i talk about this a fuck ton on my own stream it's just that like when it comes to like the the mentality of like oh young black men like oh they're meant to be like a certain x y and z way like oh they're meant to be strong or they're meant to not or show hard and all or, yeah they're hard or it's the opposite where it's like oh he's a goofy nigga blah 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 right like no shut up stop putting these stereotypes and projecting these stereotypes onto young black men because you're you. fucking with them mentally and it's terrible Thank okay you. and yeah i'm dropping f-bombs right now because this is this this is insane we've, we've been dropping f-bombs for a while sweetheart you they, oh, <laughs> nah, you good you good you good I like, did I? Uh, and then it's just like it's it's crazy to like have that like have that even happen please don't say the n-word oh are we yeah okay we're having this conversation because like i'm gonna have this conversation too i had this conversation on my own stream okay the importance of saying <laughs> nigga is a thing okay let me teach you let me educate well, you about why it's important also tell them that you're black though as well because you have to oh, put that sorry, in there because if you don't put you know like you got so my dad's it. from my dad's from ethiopia right <laughs> so she's black she's yeah, black right. <laughs> i say i say i say the n-word too you know but i don't yeah. be saying it like, like uh that's the important part. in my, yeah, in my we should, podcast we should mention that <laughs> i don't yeah. you know hey i'm cool i don't I'm good. I'm, you know, there's a time yes. of place. That's their slang, and then there's girl. This is a chill post uh, yeah. podcast. Is, so, like, let me let me teach you about why it's important to say the word. Okay, this is why it's important. Okay, and this is the why, reason why we don't also say the word at the same time. I'm gonna teach you both both reasons why. Okay? Ooh, wokeness. So, I love yeah, this. woke. Let's get let's get let's get woke. Let's get woke. Okay, this is this is it. So, what happens is right is that the the actual use of the n-word with hard r and stuff like that was used in order to segregate into belittle people right so what happened is to regain power and control over the world over the word is using the term nigga right yes that that is how you regain power over the term and to use it towards your own people and towards what you feel is akin to you right it's a term of endearment actually that a, people use yeah. it as 
Exactly, right? It's another term for homie, but... Yeah, because it's like, but that's the thing, right? Is when you normalize a word and you use it in that sense, it's so important, right? Because what happens is that you're still claiming the power over the word and not letting other people use it against you in a casual sense or even in the sense to segregate you, right? Right. So the reason why I tend to not use it in my stream because I choose not to is because I don't want people who are passerbys who don't understand the real, the real of, the reality of the word to use it freely, right? Great. So for example, like flat out, if someone who's outside of being black uses the N-word, no, the N-word pass is not real. It's, it's a not. joke. It's a joke. People say, oh man, he got the N-word pass, blah, blah, blah. It's a joke. I hate Don't when other people give them the pass. Yeah, like give them that. the pass. That's not, that's never, a, that. that's never true. It's a joke when we say, oh, we gave you the pass or something. It's not true. Don't use it, right? Because mm -hmm. what's happening is that you're outside of the race that is involved. And you, when you use it, you're actually now stating onto another race that they are that word versus yes. it being used within that race because it's taking the power away from the word. You're not putting power back into the word by using it because you were given a privilege moment to use that word. That now means that you are, you are pushing against the word of what we're trying to do with the word. And that's why it's unacceptable to use it, but at the same time should be used more often by people who are colored, by people who are black. Because yeah. if you're not using it and you are, if you are Ethiopian and you ain't using it, that's a problem. That's a problem, <laughs> right? That's the thing, right? It's that, like, yeah, I identify more with being Indian all the time, which I, I'm sure I vocalize quite a bit because of the fact that my mom actually doesn't, she doesn't speak English. She like learned English more recent within the recent years. So I grew up not learning English as my first. So I identify heavily with being Indian because that's how I was raised. Right. But like, my dad darker than night, right? Like it's not, it's not something that we can dispute around here. Oh okay? yes, it's yeah. like your father is Ethiopian. Yes. Like that's the thing is that like it's just it just be that way, and it's like yeah, he's multi multilingual, right? Like he knows he knows all of his languages, but he grew up learning <coughs> Indian languages first because he grew up with around Indian people as well. Excuse like that's the thing, right? Is that like we all associate with him being like a little black man, little like, little Indian man, little like whatever whatever the hell he chooses to be at the moment. But like that's the thing, right? Is that at the end of the day, right? Like we've been through so much when it comes to the when it comes to the word we we've been put into this culture where it's like no one should say the word ever right and i understand that too but at the same time the reason why it's important for black people to say the n-word is because it's still gaining control over the word when you take that word away from people that's a problem that's actually a problem when you go, well, if we can't use it, then none of the blacks should be able to use it either. I'm like, but no it's one not... should use the word. Like, and, no, and they, and they the say problem. that. And, and, they, and, and people say it all the time. But it's like, like, they'll say like, well, if, you know, we, if we can't, then no one should. Well, no. Like you said, they're reclaiming the power back over the word because the word was originally used. Um, wasn't it during uh, slavery times? And it was a word to kind of just like, you know, belittle slaves. It was a term to make them seem less than. And it, was, it was derogatory because it was supposed to be subhuman. Yeah. Yes. And so, you know, it was used that way all the time. Um, we claim... Uh, Southern, Southern Indian. Sorry. Someone asked me the question. Oh, no, you good, girl. You been what? The South Indian. Yeah. But Roman like... Trivandrum. Claiming it back, you know, the power back over it is a beautiful thing. Um, you know, I don't use it often, but like around some of my friends, I do. And I'm sure a lot of people are like, oh my God, Koto would... No, I'm black. And you know that that I use some of the term, some of the abonics, some of the terminology of my people, and yeah. I am entitled to uh, that because these are my people, um, and that's part, that's part of our language. That's where abonics comes from. It's from Black people. Yeah. Um, did I explain that? Like, 
Did I explain that okay? Yeah, that's yeah, what I thought. I feel like I did. Okay, well, that's, that. yeah, but, you know. That's yeah, the thing, yeah. though, right, is, like, at the end of the day, right, is that, yeah, like, us saying, us saying stuff like that and us associating with our culture and us, like, using words that make other people feel uncomfortable, that's gonna happen. But the reason why it's important for this to happen is because it's still allowing us to have power over the word and choosing to ban out the word and not use the word in general actually creates a worse environment for everybody right so what happens mm. is, is that when you choose not to utilize that in your language and it makes people feel uncomfortable and you're like you know what no one should use the word now because it makes people uncomfortable it's like okay there's a reason why it makes people feel uncomfortable it's right? what it's connected to it's because it's connected oh. to it's a question yeah exactly it's connected to being racist right so that's the thing slavery and slavery. So when you're trying to put power, take the power away from the word, the fact that it makes you uncomfortable means that there's a reason why we should still be using it. There's a reason why that we should still be taking power away from the word because it's making you uncomfortable because it has it has a negative connotation with it. It should be put back into the word to make it so that we're able to. <laughs> it's like Dexter, <laughs> like Dexter. <laughs> Like Dexter's laboratory dude said, it messed me up. Jackie messed me up with that comment. He said, it sounded like Dexter. <laughs> no, you need a little more nasal. It'll sound like him. Yeah. I was just watching that today. Oh, actually? <laughs> I love Dexter's lab. I've been watching it so long. I, I watch it when I work out because, like, I need something while I do it. Anyway, continue, my love. Yeah, but, like, that's, that's why it's important. Like, at the end of the day, right? Like, I understand, like, Yes, it's gonna make people uncomfortable. Yeah, like, and like, no matter what race or what, like gender, what nothing, none of that matters in this conversation. What we're talking about right now is like, you need to understand how to respect people, and also like, I want to bounce back to that topic of goddamn talking about young black men and the the stereotypes and prejudice put against them, because this is something that bothers the hell out of me. It bothers the hell out of me. So one, when when you see a guy, when you see a young black man who is like kind of like the the joking, like goofy, like kind of person, like has that kind of persona to them. Check in on them, man. Check, like I know that we dog people a lot. We make we like poke fun with our friends, and especially when they're being goofy, poke fun with them. But sometimes when like those people get hella real, people still don't take it seriously because they're used to that perceiving them as being like the joking kind of friend. Yeah, and that is messed up. That is hella messed up. And oh yeah, I guess like the next part uh, also on top of that too is like when you have like oh, like, young black men should be, like, stoic and they should be, like, you know, they should suppress their emotion because they're so strong, like, strong young black men type of thing, right? And it's, like, people are allowed to be whatever they are. Like, they don't need to be a certain way because of their race or because of their gender or because of anything, right? You can be a soft boy and be black. That's fine. Like, oh, do girl, you? hella! And, 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 you know, the thing is, unfortunately, I think with the black community, what's, what's happened over the years is we feel like we've, uh, well, from what I've seen, um, they feel, they feel like they um like they've been hardened because of um how they're treated by uh the justice system um how they're treated when they try and get jobs with how they're treated when they try and express uh the pride in their ethnicity whether it's their hair or what they wear um so because of those things there's like this i think over the years it's become this like probably even over the last like 100 years like there's this 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 shield that they have to put up and so now that we're kind of getting out of that that mode where we have to wear the certain skin to to exist like um like positively in the scene like like you said with like black men having to always fit the stereotype I, I i think it is slightly getting better but it's it's just been years of like having to put on that skin to protect yourself from from the stereotypes um from the profiling um from the injustice um you know being I put mean, in jail over things 
Oh yeah, like getting put in jail over things, like dying, and like even talking about like someone just mentioned now, and like I love that you mentioned this too, was like the fact that getting getting fetishized, like black men getting fetishized so heavily, all the time, like A not lot. like in just. Like, it's so, so bad. And, like, yeah, like, those stereotypes about, like, black men and their penises and all that good stuff, right? Like, we understand that that all happens. Like, the thing is, is that it's taking that step and being, like, they are human beings. Like, what the hell are you doing, right? And it's, like, the point to the point where it's, like, yeah, there's, like, a lot of, there's a lot of perceptions where it's, like, oh, like, you know, man, everybody's goddamn human. We're all feely, okay? We're all feely. Doesn't matter what you are. We're feely. Right? You know what? Sometimes people just want to cuddle, right? Cuddle like cuddle core. Okay. <laughs> you gotta keep like, it close, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like it's and it's crazy to think that like it's so perceived as them being like like about like focus on sex or focus on certain things that are just insane. Like just focus on them being people at the end of the day, right? Like you don't like hypersexualizing is one thing that happens to like across the board to many genders, to many people in general, to like yes. I, and I get that too. But we're talking about right now is the fact that young like young black men and black men in general are being put into this category that is so stupid and when they don't hit that category of like this romanticized version of themselves they're seen as being less black or being whitewashed and it is dumb no <laughs> i want to speak on that a little bit go go off go off go off tell them about the whitewash shit no tell them about this also randomly hi scar and um okay back to what i <laughs> Also, hi everyone. I'm sorry I meant to say everybody. You're not a piece of meat at all, no. But anyway, yes. So, black people being whitewashed. <laughs> or, or sorry, black people... Um, being told they're whitewashed. Yes. <sighs> I've been on the receiving end of this and multiple other people that I know. Um, it's, oh, it's, yeah. it's a shame that uh, being educated and being eloquent equates to you're sounding white. You're acting white. You know how easily yeah, easy it is to isolate a black person from their own people when you um you 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 kind of um you put them in that category where you stereotype them um me speaking like this is actually bettering our people me being educated is what will further our people um yep. um and there's tons of different types of black people who don't have to speak like this but i'm saying like i don't have to be uneducated i don't have to be the stereotypical black woman or black person for just for me to be black black is not it's it's not one specific thing and black is how you how you wear it and and black is is the pride you have when you walk out of that house when you speak about what you know about your people um you being educated about your people actually you know about your ethnicity is what makes you black is you being educated about them it's not about like how you uh how you wear your hair or how you sound, it's, it's you actually connecting with your people and, and, and working to better your people and grow them and uplift them. It has nothing to do with my voice. It has nothing to do with how I look at it. It's not, it has nothing to do with me straightening my hair. Um, yeah. and, and I don't have to, you know, smack my lips or be more hard to, to understand certain things about struggling as a black person either. Uh, but the things that do happen with some of our with with our people with uh, my own family <laughs> my own uh there's sides of my family on my father's side they always like i think they were insecure i think they're insecure that we were getting certain opportunities my parents moved us out of the city put us in the suburbs so they so they made sure me and my sister had the you know 
the the good you know better education instead of like where where we were at the time in chicago like things were getting kind of bad like like where we were like it was a little uh questionable so we moved and it, it was hard because you're the only like black, at the time we were like the only black people um in my neighborhood it's a lot better now but like um it was hard being the only black kid in like school and i think for a long time it was it was a little weird finding my racial identity but i definitely know i had it because my mother made sure i always knew who i was and, and where i came from and and that there was nothing to be ashamed of and uh, you know being educated and being black and being you know and, and displaying it in the way that i felt comfortable doing it didn't have to be yeah. one way be comfortable in your skin you can represent your ethnicity and not have to fit this this uh stereotype you know you the way you express uh being black is determined by you you know yeah hmm. Hmm. you're like that's you like my, like my dad was actually the one who like, instilled that into me so it was like he always said this one line to me that i helped with me to this day he goes no, like he actually learned this from his own dad too, was that no one can take your education away from you, right? They can say what they want. They can segregate you. They can push you off to the side. They can belittle you, right? They can belittle your accomplishments. But at the end of the day, what you have in your mind is what you have and no one can take that away from you. So that's why I always held my education so strongly and so high above everything else, right? And then people, yeah, people calling you Oreo. Are, are you black enough for people? That's like, that's crazy. I'm sorry. Didn't know that being educated made made it so that we are no longer uh, no longer part of our identity and culture. If you associate low income with being colored, get the hell out, right? Like that is ridiculous. Or okay? even liking certain types of music or dressing a certain way was also something that was frowned upon. You were white if you wanted to wear plaid shirts, or you were white if you listened to Avril Lavigne. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, like didn't real didn't realize it fit some sort of stereotype to make you happy. A- am I like, supposed to only listen to Tupac and Biggie? Like, is that all I'm supposed to listen to? Am I only like supposed? This, to... I don't understand. And then when we do, and then when we do, right? They're like, oh yeah, like blah blah, blah releasing out the hood side. It's like no 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 no. I enjoy what I enjoy. So like, why the hell are you putting me into this category every time I do anything? Doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter. You can't win no matter what you do. It's either <laughs> that you're leaning too hard into it or you're being whitewashed and there's nothing in between. And it's like this cultural identity that we go through as kids. But thank God for good ass parenting because your parents taught you, right? My dad taught me, right? Hella. Girl. Like, listen, like you colored and you're going to have to deal with that. And there's going to be a lot of shit to- being thrown at you. But listen, you got this. And that's all that matters. You got this. And I was like, okay. And, yeah. and our parents... God bless them. They they taught us that. Um, my mother, I remember, she used to bring in. For Black History Month, when I was little, she, oh my God bless her, she brought in coloring book pages of influential Black figures. So we're talking like George Washington Carver, Oprah, um, uh, what's um, Jackie is Joyner, Kersey, people like that, uh, very influential Black people. And I told her recently, I was like, thank you. Like, you know, you you didn't have to say it but you always were showing me examples of black excellence always in my face so i never felt like i can do anything and i still don't feel that i never felt like i can't do shit because i know i can do fucking anything because i was taught that shit like it wasn't like oh you know i'm black i need to stay in this category this is what i am i'm going to be okay with that and it don't work like that you know excellence doesn't work like that and i think that's why there's so many wonderful people of color who influence so many different uh, fields that they're in, including you, my love. 
<laughs> oh, wait, I got a question. <gasps> oh, hi, Emily. No, oh, I love you. Oh. Do you think that you feel more racism from black people regarding education, such being white? Or do you feel like it's more common with non-black prejudice? That's a great question. I love this shit. Um, whoo. When it comes to my, when it came to my education and, and what I chose to listen to and what I wore, it was definitely more so from my own people. And I felt so removed from them. I, at one point, I thought no, I, I thought black men probably weren't even attracted to me because supposedly I wasn't black enough. And I was like, and that was usually like that was in high school or something. But like, it, it, it was a very it was it was it was disheartening because I was like, I don't feel accepted. I don't feel like I belong. Um, and it was it was usually from my own people. My sister even deals with that. Uh, she dated a um an Asian man for like three years nice guy really sweet she uh she told him a couple things about the the adversities and the positives of black people and he was like yeah i totally support this and he was great right uh but people gave her shit (laughs) and black men specifically gave her shit for um being with him she loved him you know, she still loves them, and dude, it was great, right? And it, it, well, it wasn't about that. She, they didn't think she was black enough. Oh, you, you're not, you're not dating the brother? Oh, you're not. Oh, well, what you got against the brothers? It's what she's literally gotten. They walked down the fucking oh, it's street. So, it's so, it's so true though. I'm like, like, it, that happens so often. It happens so often, right? You know, it's like, oh, like, oh, you picking up, like, oh, one of the whites. Oh, you like, you chasing up, you climbing up the ladder. I hate that when you climbing up the ladder. When we get a white person, when we getting a white person, like, shut your eyes like, up. There's no, there's no ladder. It's just you, you, you know, okay. you're attracted to, you're attracted to. But people, I feel like, uh, there's some people who feel like, you know, stick to your own race. Uh, my older sister, not Ash, not Ash. This is not Ash. She's younger, but my older sister, she feels that way. Where you know. She feels like uh, dating and marrying, like, is like this thing where you kind of just like, you stick to your own. And she's like, "Black love," and and I'm like, "Black love's great, yeah, but like, I'm never gonna knock somebody for loving who they love, and I can't shit on somebody. I'm not gonna shit on somebody or think that they're forgetting about their race just because they are loving someone who's outside of their ethnicity or something like that. And if anything, I think it just expands." our race even more because i always say black comes in so many different shades as you and i are examples of um and 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 you know it expands uh, our our race and it's just more love for everybody and and it's supposed to be a positive i i could never shit on my sister she's never dated a black guy <laughs> she hasn't but i don't shit on her because she's one of the most woke people i know when it comes to our people so educated about them you don't have to date another black person to be uh in tune with you know the black culture you know what i'm saying like i mean for me the the most the harshest criticism i got when it came to like when it came to i guess like when it came to relationships in that sense of like judgment for the color that i dated was more like for my family actually right it was a big thing right was that like oh you're not dating someone who's colored right and they they didn't give a damn about what it was they're like as long as it's muslim as long as they're colored like that was the two that was the two things right both (laughs) and a man had to be a man had (laughs) had to be a man right (laughs) trifecta right so it was like sorry got hot no worries okay listen so like the trifecta of all those things were like they they wanted that so badly for me right and then like i've i've dated almost every race right all the the colors we we did the damn rainbow okay (laughs) and um 
at the same time too, like to level with you guys, right? Was that there's some experiences that I really appreciate now when having a colored partner who who understands and empathizes a lot for what I go through, right? And it's like there's like I I'm so thankful to those amazing partners that I had that were that were white and that were every other race in between. Um, I love and respect them dearly, and I'm so happy that they they care for like my my woes in that sense. But the level of connection you have with somebody that's that gets you on that level is such a beautiful thing to have. And it's unfortunate when couples don't have that. But at the same time, another beautiful thing about an interracial couple is the fact that you have also this like there's two different like the two different styles right there's that where you can connect on that level and an interracial couple who goes through that sort of like the, the sort of identity thing together where they endure that together and that's also a beautiful thing to love too so there's two different ways about it right one who can like understand you on that other small note that means a lot to you personally or one that will get with you on the other level because they are experiencing the same notion that you are when it comes to being an interracial couple yes yes and um yeah, when when you all can experience like those things or like they they understand or they can or they listen or you know, they they really become an ally in some of the things that happen maybe with your people, I think that that's one of the that that kind of that, that proves a lot about when it when it comes to interracial um dating or marriage, like it's not just this like thing where okay, they we don't understand each other's views, like and we don't we don't understand where the other's coming from. No, like there's there's your partner can easily like you know be super supportive of and really take the time to like go through that stuff with you and yeah. and i think a lot of the time couples interracial couples deal with that even more when they're in public as well or from their own families families for sure, families mm-hmm. for sure. That's, woo, not our family but the, the uh, my sister's mm-hmm. ex's uh family whoo that was Whew. But oh, oh, uh, I had no issues with my brothers and sisters dating outside the race. I just don't like when they date outside the race and start shitting on black people. I hate that nonsense and date who you want, but it don't shit. On, but don't shit on black people. Oh, obviously. No. Yeah. Those who shit on black people when they're uh, when they're the black person dating outside the race. That's terrible. You're literally shitting on your own race. Um, you're literally creating a lot of enemies that way <laughs> as well. Oh my god, that line where it's like, I'm not like other black brothers, right? Like, that's the <gasps> dumbest shit. I'm not like other brothers. I'm not, I'm, I'm not like other black men. Okay. All right. Or like, um, they say, well, black or like black women um, aren't like this. Like, that's why I'm dating white women or like uh, or like brothers are, are like this, so I'm dating me a, a, a white man or something. And it's like, well, you know, the reason why you chose to date whoever is on you, but for you to shit on a whole group of people that you've never even dated, you know, it, it's it's not in your place to, and you're you're looking you're looking very ignorant. That self hate thing is is terrible. Uh, it, it it doesn't do anything for you. Um, yeah, like and like comparing yourself to like other people within your within your like uh, within your classification is the dumbest thing ever right we talked about the comparison of women to cuddlecore earlier when it came to like her competing and it's the same thing when it comes to race man like if if you're comparing like like, like even outside of fgc stuff right where we're just comparing and being like well i'm not like other black men or i'm not like other like colored women or blah blah, blah. no stop don't create a bar and division between you and others in that sense you can say i'm not like other people because i'm goddamn brilliant that's one thing that you don't need to specify and belittle the belittle that the the classification that you are purely for the fact that you you want to seem advantageous to them. Yeah. That's messed up. That's messed up. Don't don't take a back step for people just because you want to be so different. You can be your own unique little snowflake on your own time, but don't put other people. 
Are you, you know, I've seen that on, uh, you know, I, I always reference social media. People be showing so much about themselves. Um, celebrities, uh, there's certain, like, black ones. I can't remember. Uh, but but they're, they're black. I knew that. <laughs> and um, they uh, would, they would, like, shit. Other male, other the celebrities would be male. And they shat on black women. Um, or, like, this is why I can't date black women. You ever think that's, you know... You ever think that it's not the black women that are just the problem? You ever think it's just you and your shitty attitude and that nobody yeah. wants to fuck with you so you thought going to another race would solve your problem? Hmm. Interesting. Because um, that's not a... I, 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 at the end of the day, for me, I think I don't think it's an ethnicity thing. I think it's, a, uh, it's more of like a personality thing, but you keep on attributing oh, sure. it to race. And yep. that is your hang-up. That is your fucking problem. And or they'll, like, they'll interact with one person who is like, oh, man, like, oh, they date, like, maybe, like, one, like, Latina person. And they're like, oh, man, crazy Latinas. Am I right? Blah, blah, blah. My ex was so crazy. No, your ex is crazy because she was crazy. Like, or he was crazy because he was crazy. Like, it would have nothing to do with their, with who they are. It's in their blood. Oh, my God. Oh, it's like that. Oh, my it's God. It's in their blood to it's be in that their way. Blood. Oh, my God. You know, it reminds me of uh, Zootopia. Zootopia had that. Remember where they were? I don't know if you saw it, but, like, it was something about, like, uh, the, there were certain animals in the, in the, in the, um, in this world where, like, they were, they were like, oh, well, yeah, there are certain like animals that's in their blood to be predators and it was like they were t- kind of attacking like racism and like things like that in the movie um and, and it was like one of the the main characters was like she had that notion about them and one of her friends was a fox and she, and it was just like wow like it was it reminded me of that but it, it it's never in anybody's blood to do no. terrible shit like that's not how that <clears throat> it's not a race thing like <sighs> um continue i'm so sorry yeah Ooh. it's like it's 100 percent a you thing man like it's like if you out here being being the worst right it's like let hold the person accountable to their actions not their race that is the dumbest shit don't blame their race for something that they are what they do like no that's all about you that's you are your own actions yeah. like and then like and then being like well i'm just a hot-blooded blah 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 like i'm just like no don't lean into the stereotype Hold, hold it on your own. Like, if you crazy, be crazy, independent of that, because you're just crazy. And like, own that shit, but don't, but don't connect yeah. it to your ethnicity, babe, because that, that ain't yeah, it. Like, that ain't so. it. Like, because then when you do something fucking stupid as hell, and then you're like, oh, that's just the angry black woman in me. Like, I'm sorry. What? Like, I'm not, I don't want to also bring negative, uh, that negative. Uh, yeah, no, no. If I fucked up, <laughs> I just fucked up. And if I'm angry, which I, I do get angry, uh, everybody does. You know, I'm just I'm angry and I'm going to express that. But unfortunately, what happens also as well as in and I state something or any you know, women of color state certain things, they're seen as the angry women. And and that can be another side of it, too, where it's like, ugh, but you have to speak up. And that doesn't make you an angry black woman. That means that you're trying to bring awareness. Uh, also, would you like to answer questions or final thoughts before we get to questions? Um... Wow, this was this was a hefty talk, wasn't it? So <laughs> it? But it was needed and it was beautiful, and I think we should do something like this again. I completely agree. I'm totally down to. Uh, I want to actually shoot something in the chat real quick. Um, Blazer, you're just flat out incorrect. Um, no, that is flat wrong. Uh, mm, I don't Yikes. like that. I don't really. That is like the counterproductive of the past two hours of what we've been talking about. So, friend, hopefully you could expand your mind a little bit more than that than to think that. That, that black women and white women 
are different genetically when it comes to their emotions. Because that is messed up, friend. I really hope that's not what they're talking about. Because when it comes to struggles, the way the system has been made, yes, black women do deal with things that other races of women don't have to experience in the same way. Um, But that doesn't mean they don't have their own uh, adversities. I don't want to say that. But I definitely know it is different in that sense. Um, But I don't know what you're talking about. Um, Our emotions, we're, we're people. You know, we're women. It has nothing to do with our ethnicities yeah. at all. And the fact, yeah, and the fact that, like, if we speak out about something, and, like, that's that's something that's always bugged me, too, right? It's, like, the moment that we stand up or, like, say something against something, and it's, like, and we get heated about it or get passionate about it, is that it gets associated with that. It gets associated with being crazy or being, like, like, like outspoken or, like, like unleashing the, like, the, the inner hood or whatever, like, whenever we get mad or upset about something. Like, it's, like, no. No, 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 no. We are being human. Mm-hmm. And if anyone else did the same thing, because we articulate well, we articulate well even when we are upset. Yes. And if you did the same thing when it came to white people, it, like, you wouldn't. You wouldn't do that. You'd be like, wow, she's making a great point, or blah, blah, blah. Or, like, you'd be focusing on something else, or he's making a great point because he is upset, but he's not, like, doing anything crazy, right? Right. But then we get we show the same level of intensity and get shoved off into that category. Like, mess off. Oh, girl. Even when I've spoken, people, uh, I've seen people say, like, wow, I didn't know she was so well-spoken. Or, like... I didn't know oh, she could God. speak. Well spoke. Oh. And, and now some, you know, some people, they just have not heard me talk, right? But other comments, it feels like it's directed towards, like, oh, yeah, I'm black. And they don't, they assume that I'm not supposed to speak that well. Uh, I've heard, I've seen, oh, wow, she's so well-spoken. And then, like, those those statements really kind of hit me a little weird. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's it should never be like oh well you know if i'm expressing something it should not be like oh okay wow i'm shocked that they're well spoken and oh wow they must be really mad like this is the angry black person that's not how that goes mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. expressing yourself is because you're human and you're passionate um i think <laughs> yeah that i think people should definitely pay attention to that uh it's a respect thing too like it, it, like, like i said like three thousand times though it's, it brings awareness like yo you know how much awareness we have i think we've brought by talking about these things that other people have, by talking about these topics and, and bettering the, the the space, you know, it, yeah. it feels good. Yeah, I'm I'm glad <laughs> that we were able, I'm glad that we did this in general because we do talk about this all the time. Like that's the thing, right? You were just like, oh, we should do a podcast together. I'm like, hell yeah, right? We did like a few weeks back, and then like. I was like, so the topic of it, right? Can we do this? And you were like, what? <laughs> I was, I was, I'm not gonna lie, I was nervous because, uh, you know, I speak up. Uh, about things but sometimes it gets really tiring because people are like uh, you know sometimes it gets tiring when people don't get it and I don't want to always I don't always want to have to teach about it and I I don't I'm like I just it's a little frustrating sometimes it's just for me it's easier to be just a a competitor but there's always that part in me that's like I, I will fight for every single fucking thing that that you know connects to me and my people and you know bring awareness to things and and you know it feels good too it feels good i think like to to like hit on what mik is saying is that i don't think it's so much that like to because people will be stubborn in what they think because that's, that's how we everyone is as a person right like you have your own set of core values and what you believe in and it's it's opening up the perception right it's opening up 
the the mindset of something that could be alternate rather than what you're thinking currently. And that's what we're trying to do here, right? Is that it's like, yeah, like you just got to educate the ignorant. Like you have to educate people on what they might not understand or perceive yet. And if they take, and if even one person takes away from it and they understand a little bit more, that's what matters more. And like, it's heartbreaking that, yeah, like a majority of people won't get it at the end of the day. It's going to happen, right? There's going to be people who just don't get it. And that's fine too, because we're out here trying to make the first step to better something in the community. And like, you know, as I said, like sometimes it won't hit home for certain people, but hopefully there is a good takeaway at the end of the day. And questions, by the way. You know, what, what questions do you have for us before we... Oh, I'm sorry. Wait, final thoughts. What are your final thoughts? I forgot. I'm so sorry. I would love to hear your final thoughts, love. Uh, final thoughts. Uh, more or less like a recap of today. It was like we talked about like, uh, we talked about so much. We talked about so much. We talked about um, comfortability. We talked about like uh, your own body, about acceptance, about things like that. When it came to like, um, when it came to consent. Uh, we went through and talked about like major underlying issues where it's like hold yourself accountable and hold the people around you accountable for their actions too. Like, listen, like, like don't don't be like, oh man, I don't want to look like a white knight or something. Like, listen, wear your shining armor, defend your friends, like defend your people, like care about each other, right? Doesn't matter what race you are, doesn't matter what gender you are, none of that matters. Defend your friends and be a good person, right? Mm. Stick up for what you for what you're proud in. If you saw someone do the same thing towards your friend in person, would you stand up for them? And if you didn't, would you be proud of that person that you are in that situation? In my I, opinion, I, I would my never. Friend. I, yeah. I gotta help my friend, man. If I didn't, I would feel like, like a coward. Yeah, yeah. I, like I didn't help and I didn't reach out and speak out. Um, right? And yeah. like, that's the thing is that that matters, right? Especially for people like, like, man, like it's, it's crazy to think that like, you know, in Twitch chats, yeah, they're toxic. And yeah, there's crazy, crazy times and there's going to be trolls who aren't really a part of the community. They're just trolls. But we're talking about being there and supporting each other and taking that initiative, taking that step to actually give a damn and to stop people in their tracks and be like, hold up, this person's actually amazing. Gas, gas up your friends, gas up the homies, dude. Like, who, like yeah, I love and a lot of time, the like, right? Like, a lot of time I'm silent in chats. I just like, like, I like just like to watch, I like to lurk, right? There's nothing wrong with lurking either. But when it comes to tournament chats and I'm lurking, I'm like, oh wait, hold up. They're like, they're like being like bad towards my friend who's like on stream right now. Like I'm gonna go in there and white knight a little bit. Like, you know, like I'm gonna care because what happens is that sometimes you need somebody to get on that damn horse and ride it and, sa and save your ass because you're not there to do it yourself. Yes. We gotta care. We gotta care out here. This is craziness. Man. Yeah, exactly. And Uplifting your people, man. And you know, I think when you uplift your people, it betters the community as a whole. It's a lot more warmth uh, that comes around that's uh, spread like that when you're uplifting each other instead of like constantly just trying to like push other people down and shit on them. Like when you're, and, and when you come to your friend's defense and like you, know, you defend them and you got their backs, that shows other people, it's always a good example of like, okay, that means that, you know, maybe I should do more of that myself. Maybe I'm not doing that enough. Maybe I should do what Alicia's doing. Shit. <laughs> um, yeah yeah um and because even if like you're like even if you're not the one who's actively like don't be a bystander even if you're not the one who's actively like being terrible don't just watch it happen and not do anything about it like you know like gas up your friend be there to support them just, like shift the conversation into a positive direction if you can like yeah. even if people are just being the worst show that you can be your best that's what matters right you can only control you at the end of the day so be better right like be the best version of yourself protect your friends protect the people you care about and that's what matters you know yeah. that's oh sorry uh that's something that you do as well like when i whenever i've been at a tournament and you commentate it when well while i'm playing i'm like i never feel like i'm gonna be downplayed um i always know <laughs> 
that's my girl. Wanna lose? She's got my back, and she'll always make me look good. Like she always knows I, I, you know, she believes in me. Um, cause you know it's funny. My mother, she said like she's like, oh, she's, I just noticed how some of the commentators are. Like the way they they talk of when the women go up there. She's like, I notice it's different. I said, I'm sure, mom. It's I know, I know. And it's not all of them, but I'm I'm sure she's talking about some of them, and I'm not sure who. But I um, but I'm like I always know with uh my girl Alicia, I ain't gotta worry about shit. Uh, you know that that yeah. I don't know who mom's talking about. I don't know, but like I know, you always credit the players for what they do, and that nothing else ever fucking matters. And you you know your shit, um, you know, and it's great. And I always get super fucking proud because like um, you know, you're a black woman doing it, and that shit makes me fucking happy. What does, what does my grandma say? She's like, got my chest poked out. That means like she's hella fucking proud and shit. <laughs> got my chest poked out. You know, like yo. God bless your grandma, grandma cuz. God, God bless. Oh, uh, one thing to, to kind of just point out in chat, because I was talking about, like, white knighting and stuff. Yeah, it's because whenever people do that, they refer to it. They're like, oh, man, you're just white knighting or being a simp, right? And trying to, like, like, get at a woman yeah. or something. Yeah, like, it, I know it's not the literal white knighting, but people, like, try to poke at it saying that it is when, like, they're trying to be, like, extreme about someone just gassing up their friends. Because you're gassing up your friends, you're gassing up your friends. But, like, yeah, sometimes people will be like, oh, you're just trying to be a white knight because, like, they're our top player. And you and you like that because they're our female. And oh, that's like, no, no. <laughs> like, like, no, they're not white knighting. They're just gassing up the homie. Like, goddamn, like, shut your ass up. Like, even if they weren't white knighting, who cares? Like, who cares? Like, even if, like, and I guess, like, white knighting is more like, when the person's in the wrong and you still gas them up anyways. Like, I get that. That's the actual thing. But, like, you know what I mean, right? Like, people sometimes swerve the word. Swerve. You <laughs> <laughs> do! You do! Okay, so question time. I'm sorry if we missed some of you all's questions, but we can answer questions. How, how much time you want to take on questions, love? How much? Uh, right, that's, that's, that's up to you. I'm cool, whatever. Let's, let's do a couple. Of, uh, let's do like 30, I'm, I'm 30, cool. 30, 30 minutes. Yeah, that's cool. I know it sounds like a lot, but I say fuck it because it's been so I'm good. Cool. This is it's a, been great. I'm I can I can eat pizza at 9:40. I'm cool with it. Okay. <laughs> thank you. Oh, also thank you so much. Um, this was great, and if anybody I would do this kind of thing with, I'm glad it was you because we talked a lot about it, you know. Yes, yeah. I'm totally down to do round two of this sometime. We'll figure out a time. We'll out a time. All right, baby. Yeah. Oh, let's... oh, it was a thing. Oh, it was a thing. Okay. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> well, we'll talk about the topic too. I'm not sure what it's gonna be, but it'll be yeah. something. Um. Okay, let's read. Uh, no, I'm not going to any Toronto tournaments that I know of right now. Uh, okay. Thoughts on representation of characters of color in fighting games? Any positive ones that you admire, or some that want that you want to erase from history? <laughs> I'm not good. Um. Hmm. Wow. Okay. Hmm. Okay, I'm gonna think, cause uh, there's a lot of like uh, you know, it's funny. One of my first like, um, real like interactions with a uh, with black representation. Uh, wasn't really fighting games. Even though I saw black characters, it didn't really hit me the same because uh, Christy, she was she's black, but like I don't know. I didn't feel like she really looked like me, so I felt like it was kind of weird for me. Um, didn't really see many in fighting games, but you know they were women, and I was like, yo, they're fucking badasses. So that always really kept me intrigued, and I always picked women because they were always really strong. And I'm like, wow, they're women like me, and they're kicking kicking ass. Like I, I feel comfortable. But the moment I this is not even in a fighting game. Um, but the moment I saw Sheva Alomar, her Resident Evil 5, dude, I had all the fucking hope in the goddamn world um, that, uh, you know, more black representation would come because I liked how she was made. I thought I liked how she, um, I liked how she 
was very strong, but she also looked like me. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, oh, well, I mean, because people refer to Christy as black as well. So, yeah, I assume that if, you know, there's a reason for that. Isn't she considered black? Or no? Uh, I mean, she's Brazilian, so would she be considered Latino? Yeah, but they also consider her black, though, too, which I didn't understand. I mean, either way, like, she's she's a woman of color, so bless up to that. Oh! Oh, yeah. Folks from African descent and European descent. Oh, yeah, that's why. Okay, because I see a lot of people okay. saying, Chrissy's one yeah. of the, the first black women in the game. Yeah, I'm like, oh, is she? <laughs> but they, they, they call Eddie black, too! They call Eddie black, too! So... Well... Oh. Either way, you know what? People of color, God bless. So, like, that's the thing, too, right, is that, like, when it comes to representation of people of color in fighting games, um is that there's there's still a lack of it in general, especially colored women in fighting games in general. Like, the representation... I, I don't really see any. You know, I don't even see any with the with the, 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 the curly, you know, the kinky hair. Like, you know that shit? Yeah. It's supernatural. And we got, we got, we got, we got, we got whole shows like Luke Cage that have black superheroes and, and black heroes in general with their, their natural hair, like Misty what's her last name misty something but she's super badass right and they could put her in the game but i would love the moment i see a black woman who has like the natural hair like you know not just the look of just only dreads um but she has another look from what they usually put in in their games that would be awesome because there's so many different types of black right and i would love i would love to see that um like that because i've yet to see that in a fighting game uh like tekken but I know that they have Jackie Briggs, which yeah. is really nice. Cause yeah. I'm like, wow, that that's that's makes you feel more comfortable. But uh, it's an American um, fighting game, and I don't know if maybe it's there's reasons why that's different. Um, I don't know. But uh, the thing um, about, okay, I just want to bring up the point. Someone brought Master Raven, right? So Master Raven, yes. <laughs> the thing is, is that they don't let her hair out, her hair out natural. That's that's what we're talking about right now. It's like having like having your hair done. Versus like having uh having a chick with her hair natural, right? Like we're just out. We're just not like where it's not put into rows, where it's not put into something. We're talking about like actually having like your hair not done. And they right? always like, put the black people with dreads. Like that's the only kind of black person some companies yeah. seem to know. And I just look, I don't appreciate that. I just I don't. Don't get me wrong, it's not that I don't think Master Rip is cool. She has a, a shit ton of damage. She's really cool, but like ah, I need like something else. Like I'm so tired of seeing that representation. Like that's the only shit that some companies seem to know. I just want to see somebody that looks like me. Not literally like, hey, it's cuddled in the game. No, but you guys know what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, it's facts. And, like, that's the thing, too. It's, like, cornrows, dreads, and then, like, it's either cornrows, dreads, or they have, like, hair that's, like, silver. That's, like, that's, like, the only types you'll ever get. Like, like really think about it. Then there's, like, Minot. But then there's, like, that. That's, like, it. That's it. That's all I got. Right? They got dyed hair. Right? Or they... <laughs> or, or there's never, like, one with natural-ass hair that's uh, not did in cornrows. Like, it's not it. Thank you. They, like, it's not a thing. Oh, oh, there's another. When are we going to get a black male character whose history and ba- back history isn't solely coming from broken homes and gangs? <laughs> tell him. Tell him. Why can he be a scientist for, like, the Mishimo Labs? And he's like, yo, I'm going to go undercover right? with, my, with my dog, Sugar. And we go, like... <laughs> I mean, I still like Leroy, but it's unfortunate that he lost his family to what, like a gang or something like that. It was just unfortunate that it had to be like that. Because I was like, you know, Leroy could do, you know, he could have come from something else. Like, it doesn't have to. Uh, but, you know, <sighs> at least he ha- he looks cool. 
at least T-Pain cosplayed him. But unfortunately, that is still a problem that we're having. Um, but it, it has gotten better, and that's that's great. You know, we have we even have like some uh, different black characters showing up in other uh, in other games. Uh, and I think I've seen it with Overwatch. I think they're adding a bit more. There's some other games too, but the only reason why this is happening is because people spoke the fuck up. And I wanted to give yes. a shout out to Black Girl Gamers for that because they they did so much speaking up. I'm sure people got tired of them, but I never got tired of them because <laughs> I was like, please tell them, tell them. And then what you see next year, like a couple months from then, you got you saw black people. You saw saw more black characters being put into stuff, more di- different hairstyles, tons of stuff. Uh, and oh it's, my and God. it's facts. Like the thing is, like at the end of the day, right? Is that if we don't speak up about anything, it's 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 so terrible. And then what what also hurts me, like facts. What also hurts me is that like when we talk about games, then we start we start to name off examples of of colored people within fighting games, and the fact that we list off like one to two and maximum three. It hurts. That's heartbreaking. Like, no, that's not okay. Visible minorities, like, colored people, that matters. And, like, we look at, like, games like Calibre. Like, you, everyone knows I love Calibre to death. I play Calibre way too much. Like, I love Calibre to death, and it means everything to me. <laughs> but, like, you got Zass, and then you got Talum. That's fucking it. And I'm like, where? <laughs> where is this where do we have other people? Like, it's, it's so sad, man. Like, it's, come on. And, like, I, I wish there was more in, like, an you know what like at the end of the day like i understand like they're doing a great job with what they're doing and they're going in the, they're going in the right direction but it hurts as a, as a as a person who's colored to not see more people that are colored in games that's facts yeah and and i'm hoping to see more in fighting games uh but it's it seems to be a little harder when it's uh sometimes when it's um I don't know. Mortal Kombat seemed to do it really easy, but yet again, that's American, and maybe it's the team. Maybe it's the team they have the, of the people on it. I don't know. But man, they did it. Not even play that game, and I'm like, dang, look at all these black people. God dang, some of them are broke. Some true. of them are really broken too, and I'm like, okay, sweet, okay, happen. Oh people, oh people, people, goddamn, for sure. I, I whew. but he was a privilege. <laughs> Leroy definitely, uh, he's very strong, and, and a lot of people are like, people are like, let's go, and I'm like, you know. It, I will say this, it does make me feel happy so seeing someone that looks like the color of their skin is something I, I can relate to. And I hope that there's more characters put in there like that. I think it's a nice step in the right direction for Namco. I think that's awesome. Um, I, I hope that they maybe put a black woman in there. That'd be really cool. Um, yeah. With some, some hair that looked like, you know, something, something a little different than Master Raven. That's all I'm asking. Yeah. And her backstory isn't tragic to the point where it's like oh my god this again you know she lost her mother because she was like uh on drugs i hope they don't do that just don't 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 do the stereotype yeah. uh, that's all i ask um but yeah i definitely would say like sheva oh my god she was definitely one of the first like interactions i had with like a black character unfortunately it wasn't in the in a fighting game <laughs> but it uh man it made me feel good playing her every single time i always picked sheva Chris was so basic to me. Sorry, Chris, but Chris Redfield is super basic. Uh, I liked him better when he wasn't Chris was ham biceps, Chris. But uh, Sheva definitely. Chris was ham biceps. No, I was hurt. I was hurt. I was hurt. But uh, you know. Uh, but yeah, Sheva definitely was the icing on the cake for for a great for a great game. I, I liked Resident Evil Five a lot. It wasn't scary, but it was fun. Um, 
Sorry, more questions? Oh my god, I just went. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's girl. It's all good. Yeah, Chris pushed a boulder, and I thought that was the stupidest thing they did. But uh, is, is the one thing you'd hope to uh, to change within the FGC besides all the racism and prejudice, or do you think all the prejudice is like the biggest problem at the moment? Oh, Jolter, are you asking like what some changes like we want to see besides racism and prejudice, or do we feel like those things are like the biggest things to tackle? Which there's a lot of things to tackle, it seems, but I think those are two very big things. Um, I'll let you go first, uh, though. Yeah, so, like, one thing I, ho- I would hope to see changed would be, um, I guess, like, just a revamp of how tournaments handle Twitch chat. So, I guess the biggest issue that I would say is, overall, yeah, the prejudices of, of not only sexism and racism, just everything and anything in between is, like, making sure that we're more compassionate towards the people who perform on stage. Like that's it's so important, you know, like that people are traveling out to these tournaments, putting their dime in a buck in and putting in all this work and it hurts to know that we aren't out here projecting them in return, right? Yeah. Like people there are so many wonderful human beings, even maybe some of you you yourselves, right? Who would do a fantastic job moderating those chats at tournaments. And I think that people taking shifts and moderating them at tournaments would make a massive difference. I hope I can actually talk to someone. I might talk to someone for final round and see if I can get it done for maybe Tekken or Caliber or something, see if we can get something done for it. And and just try it out and see how it goes, right? Give a trial run. And maybe they can like maybe make some, some forms. Actually, I'll hit Josh up probably tomorrow and talk about that too. But like, I, that's something that I would love to see is to see that people put the time in consideration. People like, just like how you would apply for um, getting a, a commentary spot or getting a TO position or something at an event, but this time for moderation of chat. And I think that would really, really help. Um, so yeah, I really hope that we, we go in that direction <laughs> when it comes to that. Oh, um, another thing I think, uh, I, I think was one of the biggest problems in the FGC right now is getting um, the same like uh, treatment in regards to uh, the, the pay in um tournament uh the amounts are not the same still and it's gonna take a while um i know there's tons of reasons for that but i hope that the fgc can get the sponsors or get whatever they need so that we can be on that same level as some of the other like parts of esports so we can become even more esports um and maybe talk about like like uh the like um, what's the term like uh player stability so we talk about like um maybe players get like uh I, I know it's probably a long shot too, but dental, health insurance, therapy, physical therapy, mental therapy, um, things that really like help them as like full players. I feel like that should actually be like uh, like packages that that players get when we get to that point, because players aren't just players; they're not just like machines that can just keep on going and going and going. We also have things that we struggle with as people. Um, our bodies get tired. We become demotivated sometimes. We doubt ourselves. We Our biggest demons can sometimes be within ourselves, and we need people to work us through those professionals a lot of the time. Um, and, you know, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, I don't think enough people know about it uh, or taking care of themselves. Uh, so I feel like there should definitely be more talk about that in the future for players who are trying to go pro too. Um Oh, there's another question. Is it worth having a conversation with male streamers who avoid discussion about things happening to female streamers by saying it sucks, but we can't change everyone in the community? Or it didn't happen to me, I don't want to get involved. Can men in the community be posit- positively involved and not just have ha- ha- and not just have it be a hot take? That's a great question. Um, I can take this one first. Okay, okay. Um, so 
I think there's a time and place to have discussions like that. I think what happens is if you're if you're trying to take the topic on while someone is streaming, regardless of their gender and who they are, sometimes it's not the environment in which they want to tackle a subject like that because it's not the space in which they want to do it, right? So doing it on your own terms is also important, right? So for example, maybe uh, you ask a, st a streamer for their take on an issue, right? It's it's their choice and their decision if they want to actually talk about that at the time, right? Because even for myself, sometimes people will bring up something that will happen, like a big blow up will happen, and they'll be like, hey, what do you think about it, Alicia? And I'm like, you know what? This is like my happy time. This is like, I'm on, I'm streaming a video game right now. I really don't want to bring that up right now because it's going to tilt me. I'm going to get upset over it. Like, I don't want to talk about it. Like, let's, I'll talk about it some other time or something. I'll give my opinion later or something. I may see it in my Discord, but like, not the right place for it, you know? Like, there's a time and place for what the streamer wants to talk about. Um, Sometimes what they'll do is be dismissive like that, where they choose to say something along the lines of that because they just want to get it like kind of out of the way before moving on to something, moving back onto what they were originally doing. And that's sometimes what it is. Also the fear of them not giving their full undivided attention to a question like that and saying something that they don't truly believe or is incorrect, right? And that's also a fear too, especially when you're streaming and it's online on the internet, right? Oh, like yeah. sometimes pushing off the subject like that is for that intent and not because they actually think that way. So it's making sure you understand the difference between the two. I think that addressing that question um, in their discord or asking them in, a, in an environment where it's not the pressurized version of being on stream while doing it is really important to do because if, if it's a topic that matters to you then yes by all means ask them and if they have the same opinion about it when they have the time to actually answer a question like that then that's a bit different right but this is during a time where they're pressurized and they're kind of working because when you're streaming you're working right so oh my god yeah to do that. yeah I, I, I completely agree with her and that was an amazing question that was from 10 of clubs correct Mm -hmm. Ten of clubs, yes, that I, I agree completely. Um, you know, picking and choosing when you want to ask a question like that really does play a role in that. So, and if, you know, you want the like a full, like true, genuine answer when they're not on the clock. Uh, yeah, definitely doing it like in a like a Discord or like a DM definitely could be a really good option. Um, you know, someone. Oh, you know, someone is a massive creep, but they are super well liked and popular, and you have no evidence. How do you prevent? you you're yourself from going insane i would like you to start with this as well because this is harder i have to be honest it's really hard for okay um so diving into this one um there's different variants to every situation like i don't know what situation you might be currently going through when it comes to this person um if you know they're creepy in the sense that they cross lines that can be definitely addressed like that can be talked about to tos if you think that they're creepy in the sense that they hit on a lot of like hit on a lot of people um and they're just like shooting their shot wait their volume shoot if they shoot their shot like a million times over being kind of creepy about it not so much that that's because that's not technically crossing a line until they harass an individual over and over again and that's actually harassment that's different if they're a volume shooter and they're just being creepy towards people in general that's another thing though um in those situations um distancing yourself keeping away from them that's the best line of work but if you do know that they're actually harassing somebody or they're actually taking those steps that are because like listen if they, even if they aren't physically touching you and they are harassing you like that's still a thing dude like that don't don't belittle that from itself like that's that's still harassment it should still be addressed and that should be talked about to tos um and if you know what's happening to somebody else ask them what they want to do with it if they choose to not do anything with it let it go it's gonna yeah it's gonna hurt it's gonna upset you that you can't do anything about it but as they said before it's their right to choose what they want to do with it so yeah, I agree. Well. Yeah, yeah. No, that, that was a great, no, that was a great rundown. I, I just, I feel like you know, y you would give a more like thorough response. I feel like I was, 
I don't I don't feel too well uh, prepared for those kinds of questions. I feel a little um. I want to be able to give people really good advice, but I feel like sometimes I fall short on those in those topics. I think that you give a really fresh and strong perspective. And then, like, for me, I just am more aware of, like, when it comes to, like, I guess, like, the operation side and business side of tournaments. That's what so, it like, is. And I'm like, I, I want to well. do that. <laughs> I, like, get I can talk about, like, procedures to handle a situation, but, like, you get the really good emotional side of it, too. So it's like, we balance out well for this. We do. We do. It's apples and cinnamon. And they go well together. Girl, <laughs> I, I I like apples and cinnamon together. But yeah, anybody got questions? We're here. We're available. Oh, oh. Uh, going back to my razor Vincent. Why do you think it is we? Oh, why do why do you think it is we only see notable people modded in those Twitch chats and a very small number of people who are dedicated to moderating? Oh, like people. Like Eris and say someone else notable like Ren and Black would be moderators who you'd see in those types of chats. But despite being mods, they're obviously not going to dedicate their time to moderating chat. <gasps> wow. Okay. Can I? What do you think? Go for it, girl. You want to go mm-hmm. for it? Because I think sometimes uh, what happens is like these, um, you know, you'll only kind of see these notable people in uh, as mods is because I think they know the people who work these tournaments. And, you know, these are people that they know. So they're like, and, and for a lot of things, people are going to be like, oh, I know this person. I'm going to pick them because I know them over somebody I don't know, which it sh- I think there should be. Ideally, I think there should, like, we're, we're doing mod applications, which I think would be really cool. We could yep. we could give, like, examples. Like, 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 we could literally put, like, qualifications you need and, like, check marks and, like, what is your history with this? Have you done TOing? What do you think about these things? Like, we could we could really start weeding out that kind of stuff and, and make it so that it's not just about notable people. Because no, just because they're notable doesn't mean they do shit. That doesn't mean they want to help. That doesn't mean they help the actual, like, chat. Because I've seen it, and they, they'll always do that. And I don't, I've seen it with multiple people. And, and they don't have to be notable to help and, and understand that there needs to be some sort of, like, actual work being put into the uh the chat and if they stop putting in notable people and just put in people just in general notable or not that just wanted to better the the chats that would be great if they could actually put out some applications um facts i mean the thing about that too right is that when it comes to eventually there will be mod applications and for those of you who want to apply to become moderators for that chat if you moderate for people who are already like more established in the scene who are credible then it makes it a lot easier for you to become a mod for those. Like, be honest. Like, be real with yourself, right? It's like, you know, there's always that section where it's, like, a little extra note about yourself. Be like, oh, I moderate for Cuddlecore. I moderate for, like, Alicia. I moderate for, like, like let's say MYK, because he's here earlier. Like, I moderate for him. Like, right? It's where you reference people who you already moderate for to show that you do have experience in that area would help give you the credibility when trying to apply for those modding positions in other chats, right? Because it shows that, one, you know the community already. Two, you already have been a moderator. You understand what your responsibilities are, responsibilities are as a moderator. Three, it shows that you can initiative to even apply in the first place. Four, it shows that, like, not only do you have that drive to help and to contribute to the scene, even if it's in the, even if it's from your, behind your own computer screen, it shows that one extra step that you built the connections relations to people who are playing in offline, that when you start to moderate in for people who are offline, that you care about them on that level. That's not about you elevating your cloud or elevating yourself. It's because you care about those people who are performing. And that's what they need to see out of you for them to consider you to be a mod. When these moderator, uh, I guess, sort of uh, forms come out, when they come out, then yeah, like, I, that's what I strongly recommend the most. Oh, next uh, 
a lot of topics were talked about in the podcast. I just want to know what are the main things we can do to put a stop to the sexism and racism. By Bastio. Um, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll go. Okay, okay. That's all you. All right. <laughs> uh, so it's kind of like what we mentioned. Um, we need uh, what could put a stop to sexism and racism or at least make people who are like this, make them, like put them, you know, restrict them from even saying some of these things or even feeling like they can be comfortable saying it or even acting on it in tournaments, what we could do is we got to start modding. That, that's just the truth. And having consequences for people who say this openly yep. in social media and IRL because both have happened. And, and what has happened? Nothing. Nothing because it's supposedly somebody's homeboy or like something else, homegirl or something. But, you know, if you want change, you got to start putting consequences on things. Um, they, need, they need to be held accountable. At the end of the day, they need to be held accountable. Yeah. That's what matters, though. So. Yes, that's, that's what the question. Even if women FGC players win the big one, do you feel that they will get the, their credit that is due, or will they still be downplayed? You know, somebody's like, you know, they, woman or not, people be getting downplayed like serious no matter what they do. So there's always going to be people like that. But people who are open-minded, there's just tons of people. Like, you know, a win is a win. And, 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 and it's not just about the, that win. It's about, you know, what women do in general. Like, mm-hmm. whatever they do, like, um, that they're really talented at, there's, there's going to be somebody that downplays them, but they're still putting in the work. They're still getting the recognition. They're growing. They're, they're placing. They're beating people. people but pe- there's always going to be somebody who says some stupid shit. But Like, yo, the one that made me really sad was, like, CEO when, um, when Marine? Yes. Like, yeah. Right? Everyone, well, what was the first thing everyone said in Twitch chat? I didn't like, see oh, this. Dogro was, like, they were like, oh, Dogro's having an off day. He must not be feeling it well. Could, it couldn't just be that she beat that it ass. It couldn't just be that she, that, that she beat that ass. Like, she beat that ass. That's and, fact. And people, and people, and people do that. Uh, they'll downplay somebody first. But, but, you know, for all the people that said, oh, he's having an off day, there were 80,000 more people who were like, homegirl beat his ass. Good shit to her. Which we have to remember that too, because um, there's always gonna be somebody who says some stupid shit, especially about women. But the the, the, the evidence is there; it's, it's right that she 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 beat his ass. Women have bested their um their male opponents time and time again, um, yeah. and have done hella work. Uh, so if that's somebody being sexist, then you know, it's like they're they're the minority in that sense. Because there's, a, I think there's a lot more people though that realize what women are doing and, and, and that we're on the same level as men. Um, but you know, you can't stop everybody from, there's always be somebody that downplays some shit, no matter who True. you are, True. always. Yeah. But that's why we uplift even more so. We do it yeah. times 10 and like, don't ever stop that. Like, like I remember, um, yeah, I was, uh, when, I, when I did Ely and there, <laughs> there are people who downplay me, right? But but for all the people that did, more people were like, yo, she did it. She did the damn thing. And no matter what tournament I've been to, like, people all, like, there's always going to be somebody that downplays something that I do or somebody else and what they do. But more than anything else, like, I, I get the support. Um, you know, you keep those people around you who, like, uplift you so that none of that shit mean a damn thing because all you're feeling is the is the the glow and you're basking in the support right because you know because you know you know people just salt they're just salty and soggy because they mad they can't do what you do and that goes for everybody across the board like you purple orange whatever you are somebody's gonna be salty that you just wonderful that you purple somebody mad about that somewhere but that's facts (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't know. I, I, I feel like I, the way I talk is just so silly. But um, no, but it's true. It's true, right? Like, there's always gonna be. There's always gonna be that. But at the same time, it's like as she said, like it's all about what you do. What are you gonna do, right? Is that you're gonna be the person to bring that positivity, bring that extra element of of good into the world, right? Be mm-hmm. the best you can be. That's what matters. So, thanks. Yeah, gotta hold it down. Oh, by the way, shout outs to Panchon for being a G. Yo, Panchon be shooting people <laughs> that needed to be shot, that needed to be shot, man. God bless your soul. Sometimes he shoots them faster than I can read their comment, and I'm like, yo, that's a real homie. He got the gun out, locked and loaded the entire time. Thank you. And, and everybody else who did as well. It's just, I want to say that about Panchon, because I, I saw it. And, and Glaze did too, I think, but I can't, I don't remember what. But thank you to everybody who kept people in check. Everybody who did. Uh, but yep. thank you. Um, this was a very good chat. It's a good podcast. Uh, when are we going to start calling out these top clicks, uh, clicks who cover for these fuck people in the FGC? Example, I, I can't stand, I can't stand the guy he just mentioned in there. But uh, LTG stayed relevant in the FGC as long as he did because of who he he who he was friends with and claims it was an act. I can't stand that guy. Um, whew, I'll let you take this one, baby, because, oh, <laughs> man! Mm. Damn, so, like, the thing about, like, FGC clicks in general, like, God, I know, I know it's, like, it is shitty, like, it is, but at the same time, at the end of the day, it's, like, your friends who also have clout with you, like, uniting together and being like that is terrible, at the end of the day, if it wasn't for the fact, like, at the end of the day, right, is that they have X amount of power because you let them have X amount of power. That's the fact of the matter, right? It's not saying, like, oh, you empower them because you care about it. No, no, you care about it because it matters, right? I'm saying it's that you let them have the power because we aren't speaking up about it. The more people, even if, right, even if you're someone who has 100 followers, right, if you, if people start to actually mention something and there's a wave of movement, things happen. Yes. And that, that was the proof with the FGC Me Too, Me Too movement, was that people who had no clout going against players that were so established, internationally established, right? And people try to defend these people, right? And it didn't matter because people were willing to rise up and stand strong with them, even though these people didn't have the clout and didn't have the recognition. And it's sad. It's sad to see in the past where people weren't able to do what they are able to do now but this is where we are now this is where we're able to make a difference now and it's unfortunate that in the past it couldn't happen but let's make sure that it's okay now that we protect people and that we rise up regardless of where they stand socially beautifully said and, and you know it yeah like you said it um it doesn't even matter how many followers you have you could have a small following and everything but um or what matters is like you spoke up and when you spoke up it got other people thinking and more people and more people spoke up and i feel like it's like a chain like a chain event that happens and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and but because like no matter how many followers you have we we, we go we go through the same things a lot of us go through the same things so no matter who is the one speaking up you know you could you could have 100 followers and you motivate me to to speak up on something that I didn't have the courage to speak up on, which has happened multiple times. And I didn't think about the followers. I thought about, damn, this person speaking to my shit. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling this. Like, I, I relate. And I, yeah. Oh. Um. Oh, Reed, did you not want uh, us to read it? Or 
what do you do about people who go out of their way to talk bad about you when when you confront them they play victim when you are standing up to your bully even if they are notable names i've had that happen <laughs> oh <laughs> let's go <laughs> hmm. i have this one dude um was so nice to me in person uh is known to the caliber community super like so nice to me it was like my sweet tooth was aching he was so nice to me right so i thought he was a friend right and um at evo he actually comes up to me time and time again and goes thank god you're casting you're the only good caliber caster we have here for evo it's ridiculous blah 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 they should have you know like he was upset because they didn't take him for for evo caliber right for yeah. any not even pools right which it's evo it's evo <laughs> like it's it's hella hard to get into that right and he was like oh thank god blah blah, blah. and i was like oh like i didn't feel comfortable so i was like yo like kp puts in mad work like they all put in mad work like calm yourself down right like jokingly like brought it down a level because don't talk shit about my friends who cast well like that's not fair to them right right so I put a little bit in his place i was like hey don't do that blah, blah blah they do a great job but thank you for the compliment right flat right later on that night i hear from a room of people he was talking to where it was just like He's talking about how terrible I am, how I don't deserve anything I have, how I only get it because I'm a chick. If I wasn't a chick, I wouldn't get any of the spots that I have. How I don't know shit. And I'm like, think. And then when I get told this back to me, because people from the room left it because he was talking so much shit. They wanted. They were like, if you're gonna talk shit about Alicia, we're not gonna be here. They left and came to my room. They told me they're like, a like this is what's happening over there. Just wanted to let you know what's going on. I was like, oh, I was like, well, thanks for like, like standing up and leaving. I appreciate that. And they're like. Alicia, can you level with us? Didn't you beat him in a first of five at Combo Breaker? Oh my! And I'm like, and I'm like, yes, I fucking did. And I tried to money match his ass, and he kept saying, "No, I don't want a money match. I don't want a money match. I fucking beat him in a first of five five zero on my secondary character. Shut your ass up, you he, irrelevant ass bitch. Like, so you he, can't even so beat salty. him. Like, so he's salty as shit. Like, shut your ass up, right? So then he tries to be like, oh, what up, friend? The next time he sees me, what do you think I did? I fucking lost it. I was like, no. No, I was like, you're not my friend. Don't act like you're my friend. Don't talk to me. And he goes, uh, Alicia, I don't know what you think I did, but I I would never belittle you. You're, you would do so much for the scene. That's and I'm so like, I, And I'm like, I know I do a lot for the scene, which is why I don't need to deal with you. Like, that's fast. Ooh, fake, <laughs> fake. <laughs> right? And then he can go off and tell all of his little buddies, right, that, oh, Alicia was so mean to me and blah, 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 at the end of the day, right? But it's like, does it matter though? <laughs> and like, let's, yikes, dude, because I'm pretty sure that I still cast the top eight at Evo. I'm pretty sure I still got world finals, and I'm pretty sure that everyone knows at the end of the day that I did cook your ass in a first of five. So I don't feel like there needs to be anything else to go on here. <laughs> like, right, that's like, enough said. Like, <laughs> what they call it, the proof is in the pudding. That's what the proof is in the goddamn pudding. Like, <laughs> God. Yo, and I it's it's just yikes dude and like you know what to this day he still talks trash whenever i get like a top eight spot and he still talks trash and there's still gonna be salty ass people because that's what they do and sometimes they want to bully you like that and especially if they know you they want to bully you because they hate seeing you rise up the way you do and you know what at the end of the day yeah it does actually hurt because i did consider him a friend because like when your friends gas you up that high and they be, they're so amazing to you the entire time you're rising up until they turn sour and get jealous right then that's where you go okay do you know what burn the bridge move on right there's better friends out there i got people that cuddle there's better there's better friends out there i don't need it i don't need this i don't need them in my life and i already confronted it i dealt with it if they still continue to do it that's on them right because at this point in my life I'm, I'm moving up i'm focusing on me when i focus on me i get better when they focus on me they get worse because they're not leveling up to where i am 
right? The gap was here originally. Now the gap's getting here because I'm still focusing on me and they're still focusing on me too. Exactly. Yeah, so they can stay salty while you getting that paycheck and you making them uh, them waves. You know, you doing you, you know, like you're having fun doing it and you're great at it. And um, don't let him be mad. And he wants to find any reason to just discredit what you do. Like, her being a woman has nothing to do with this shit. She bring the flavor, she's good at what she fucking does. You just mad because you can't do that shit. Thanks. Maybe spend That's more fine. time, uh, let, you know, more time studying the craft of commentating and, and less time being a salty uh, piece of shit. Maybe you would get better at the things that you want to get better at. I don't know. These are facts. These are facts, right? But that's just, I don't know what I'm talking about. I just, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Heaven forbid we knew what we were talking right. about. Oh, just, oh my God. Like, you know. Uh, in, um, any other questions you all have? Because we have like 10 minutes left. Before I eat that lovely slice of pizza downstairs. Oh, not a question, but I just want to say thank you for bringing the attention and discussing such important topics. You're both such great role models. Keep doing what you're doing. Oh, ain't no thing, holy carp, you know, like, oh, you know, this, this is my ride or die, as she always says. Uh, it's something like, I, I come to her for everything that haunts me in my brain, and because it will fester if I don't have someone to talk to, and, and she's been that for me since the day we met, it's been two years. About two years, yeah. Two years, yeah. Hey, two or three. Yeah. And yeah. she's just, Alicia is wonderful, you know, having somebody to come to, especially somebody who is also a woman of color. So it's like we go through a lot of the same things. Um, so it's like somebody who relates. And then that's so fucking important to talk to somebody who gets that shit. Because I, I, there have been times where I've died of myself and she reminds me automatically what I, uh, like, what I've done, what, like, uh, the value that I hold. And, and, you know, it's important to have somebody that relates to you in that way. Um, and can yeah, keep hard. you, it's like, like, in general, yeah. yeah. Like, in that right headspace. Yeah, exactly. Because what happens is that time and time again is that we're so used to, like, we're so used to, like, suppressing how successful we are to a degree, which is a weird concept. But, like, right? Because even for myself, right? When it came, when it came to, like, like, us talking about, being like being a professional caster is that I rose up so quickly that I felt insecure about it. I was like, oh my god, like, do I call myself that? Do I just call myself like a commentator? Like, what do I call myself? Like, is that a proper title to even call myself that? And then Cuddle's like, Alicia, you casted Evo top eight in a world finals. You're a professional. You know you're professional. Stop discrediting yourself. Yeah, I was like, right? and bitch, I was like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> he literally goes, bitch. <laughs> like, and I'm like, it's like, why would I ever doubt that of myself? And it's like, that's the thing, right? Is that there is that level of insecurity that we're always going to have towards ourselves. It's the responsibility of us towards the people that we love to remind them how much value they hold. Even if you think they already should know it. Sometimes hearing it a second time can do a world of difference. And I'll remind you every single fucking time. Don't you forget that. Same with okay? you, same with you, same with you. I always fucking do that. I, I know you do the same for me. You always do, man. Sometimes it's, when you're in that shit, when you're like, deep in that shit sometimes you're so busy focusing on everything else you know trying to stay afloat just you know focusing on on the task at hand that you 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 kind of forget to kind of give yourself those positive affirmations like you know you're a great commentator or you're a great player or damn you beat this person or damn you met that goal feel proud of that some shit you know like feel good damn we did it we did it couple shuffle you know you gotta feel good man and it's like having oh god having people who can remind you man that they say hey i'm proud of you i'm like shit i'm proud of you too damn 
You said that to me when I was walking up for Evo Topic commentary. You walked up and you go, Alicia, I'm proud of you. And I was like, oh. <laughs> and I stopped there for a moment and we talked and I was late to run to stage. And you were like, no, you are important. I'm so freaking proud of you. Like, you did it. You're here. You did it. And I was like, I did it. You're like, yeah, that's right. You did it. Now go on. I'm like, I gotta go on. And I started running and I was like super like amped. And I felt like I cried because one other random person stopped me on my way to stage. Like when I was just about to go behind the curtain, he was like, he's like, hey, Alicia, I know you don't know me, but I just want to say I'm really proud of you and how much you rose up. And I was like, I just started crying. I was like, dude, I'm going to go on. Come on, man. I go to comedy. people see, baby. People see. And you that's know? The thing. Like, and they see that in you too. They see that, right? And sometimes we don't see it ourselves until someone tells us that. And you assume, and people assume that we already know it, right? Because, like, again, at the end of the day, deep down, a part of us knows that we're fabulous, right? But being told and reminded is so important. That's why paying those compliments means a lot. It goes a long way. Because we combat other things too, and so we feel like so many times we're we're we're, we're no, we we have that that level of defense, right? Where we were like. To put that right there because we're like, but nobody can ever see us sweat, so we don't have time to appreciate what we do because we sometimes have to defend ourselves against people who discredit what we do. So then, we're, and and then you're like, wait, the fuck, I'm a bomb ass bitch, the fuck, and you gotta yeah. remind yourself, and, and if you, you know, you, you got to, and it's, or maybe somebody else does. Either way, you will be told that you are loved and you are talented and you deserve to be proud of the things that you do because it's not like everybody's fucking doing it because they're not. Ain't nobody like you. Nobody can duplicate you. The fuck? That's true. That's true. Yeah, you bring your own flavor and spice to the to the shit that you do. Remember that. Like, okay. that's why that other motherfucker didn't get the shit because he ain't you. You know, like you that's bring right. something special to what you do. You know, and you study mm-hmm. the crap, man. Like, you focused on bettering yourself instead of worrying about everybody else around you. That is goals, baby. That's goals all day. I got some flashcards on lock. Y'all don't even know what my desk looks like when I study for Caliber. Like I, like I treat it like it's a course. I literally treat Caliber like it's a course, right? I don't stream it often because, like, I live in Canada, so my neck goes ass. But what I do is I play a lot off the of stream, and then what I do besides that is I hit the lab, I make flashcards, and I like identify moves and have them autoplay and like go into loops and shit. That way I can understand what I'm casting, what I'm calling out, what I understand, and like I treat it like I'm taking a college course. Where I'm like, cool, I'm gonna dedicate this many hours per week to just studying caliber, to take this time and dedication and really meticulously lab to make sure that I understand more going to the next part, especially with all the patches that come out so often for it. And it's like, to not be able to see that I didn't, yeah, I don't brag about it. And yeah, I don't boast about it 24 seven. So people think that like, so some people who don't understand me or don't even listen to my commentary or don't know me, right? They'll be like, oh man, a woman on the mic. She doesn't know what she's doing. She's just doing a color commentary. I'm like, yeah, I, I actually am a color commentator, but I like to understand a lot about the game so that when I do color cast, I understand what I'm talking about at the same time that I can like, joke along with my with my analytic commentator. Exactly. And, and that's the, you know, Yes, you are a color commentator, but like you also make sure you um you know what the fuck is up. You know, like that's your game. You are updated on what's going on. That's what a commentator does. And um nobody can discredit you for that. Sure. Ever. Um Oh. Oh uh What is your ideal view? Oh, thanks Jolter, by the way. What is your ideal view of women in the FGC? Where do you want the FGC to get to? Okay, my ideal view of women in the FTC is just, you know, we want to be treated like fucking equals. That's the fucking it. Like, fuck, like, that we are capable of doing anything a man does in the scene. Um, that's fucking it. Like, shit. Uh, and, and, and women being able to feel safe when they go to these tournaments. And being treated like um, regular human beings just trying to get better at the game. Or just, you know, 
competing. That's it. Like that, that equal treatment in uh, across everything, professional and um, casual. Yeah. Where do I want this? And to not have them be discredited, you know, like you just you just talked at that point too, where it's like like not being discredited for their achievements that they make, right? Like, for example, that guy being like, she only got the spot because she's a female. That makes no sense. Like, no. people actually think that, and it's like, no, like obviously you do the work. You literally yeah. study and have fucking flashcards and play the game offline to like yeah. understand everything about the game. That's called being good at your job. Regardless yeah. of your fucking gender, he can literally go. <clears throat> yes, yes. Excuse me. He can go fly kites. <laughs> yeah, he can go fly some kites, which obviously he could do better than commentating because he didn't get the spot. Oh but, my um, god, cuddle! Oh my, she just shot that man. She shot that man. Doesn't even know who it is. She just shot the man. She didn't care. She took that gun out and went. <laughs> I wasn't feeling that. You know, I don't like that. I don't like that shit because somebody tries to say some shit. Like you know, I hear people say shit all the time about other people and me too, and it's like. Yeah, you can, you know, do your thing and be petty while you ain't doing none of the shit we doing. Like, you can stay the fuck over there. Um, where do we want the FGC to get to? I guess I just stated that. Uh, yeah, yeah. just equality. Like, yeah. it's, it's, we're not even asking for, like, anything about It's just literally just, we want to be equal, homies. It's not, it's not much. This is not. Right, we're not asking for 40 acres and a goddamn mule. We're asking for goddamn respect. Like, I don't think it, um... And to not be like downplayed for our achievements. Like for example, if like oh one thing I also hate, I'm sure you get this too. When you beat somebody like oh, in a set, and they're like, man, yeah, I'm just really tired, or like oh yeah, I feel kind of sick today. They like start to like discredit their shit because they want to downplay themselves because they don't mm-hmm. kid them if they lost to you. And I'm like, man, shut your ass up. You just lost because you lost. So I'm like, oh, we're talking about tired. Yeah, dude, I'm running a company and beating your ass. So if we really want to talk about tired, then like. <laughs> that's bad. Like okay, yeah, that was definitely why I, you just got that ass beat. Like the yeah. fuck out my face. <laughs> ridiculous oh thanks probable appreciate that thank you everybody for the support um this is my first time seeing alicia on stream you're pretty awesome fam heart oh thanks appreciate that dude so fucking cute uh for a long time i had a very negative energy towards people because i didn't have the knowledge nor willpower to do things on my own and since then i've been trying to fix that attitude and it's brought me to find much better environment in general and that's so important ladax so it's the fact that you want to better yourself and when you try and you look to better yourself, what happened? You found that you were in a better environment, which overall is great for your mental health, which is so important. Um, how do you stay motivated? This is from Yaj. How do you stay motivated when you feel alone during your game at a tournament? One thing that messed me up mentally was when almost everyone I know at a tournament was either tired or away, and I was being cheered against by multiple people. How do you overcome that state of mind? I understand completely. It actually messed me up and caught me off guard at Summer Jam. It was my first time experiencing something like that. Yeah, there's... Oh, can I... Is that the, is there anything with the will, the fat bull thing? With you versus him? Oh, no. That had, no. No. Uh, okay. I was talking about, like, um, no, because I just, I play everywhere, right? And you're not always yeah. going to have people uh, to support you. So, yeah. like, because people always cheer against Oh, by the way, just a, so sorry, just a disclaimer what I just said there. Love, we both love Fabwell. That was that was meant to be like a knock on him. It was just that there's a lot of people rooting for him because Cuddle's Cuddle's a Titan, right? So it's like people want to see underdogs be Titans. So all the time. Fabwell versus her. Yeah, that's all it is. That's all. That's all he meant by that. But I've also beaten his ass too, so it goes yeah, exactly. pretty even there. So yeah, exactly. So like that's just people like being but you know it's, rowdy it's an underdog beating a Titan. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. but he's you know that's one of those things where it's like especially when you either you go to a place where you know your friends aren't at it um or um or you're in another country that also happens too yeah. um something that i i feel like 
what happens is people feed off of energy of support, which is great, but you have to also be your own hype man too when you are by yourself. So, or even things that can help you tune out other people, mm-hmm. like um, headphones. And um, I think headphones is the biggest thing because I think if you don't have that, and if you're that kind of person who really you know, gets affected by that kind of like noise, I get it. Definitely having headphones and also talking to yourself will really help. Canceling out some of that noise will, can really benefit you. Um, because it is hard when you, like, it, I've seen it happen at, like, uh, excuse me, Comic Breaker. Um, when there's Joey Fury against mm-hmm. JDCR. Joey was already, like, in JDCR's head and had all the reads on him, right? But what really was, like, the, the bow on the present was when they chant- They started chanting, USA. USA, oh my god. Yeah. What did they call it? That's Comic Breaker 2018, right? Yeah. Such a good-ass one. Such a good-ass one. If you guys haven't watched that video, please go watch that video. That's a good-ass video to watch. It's, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a great way to, sh- like, to show the, the, the bond of the FGC in America. But at the same time, it's like, Jesus. Like, I kind of did feel bad for JD because I'm like, damn. <laughs> I'm like. At least, at least you got the one rounded. At least you got the one rounded. Right. <laughs> but I was like, damn. Damn. Like, with the whole, with the whole country against you? Like, damn. That's, that's brutal. But I think that, like, one thing, <laughs> so I just saw what you typed this I had to, because Pinchot, yo, if it, if, honestly, if he, if the way, I think pretty much everybody just sees me in Shadow as villains of the, 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 the yeah. community, even though we always contribute to the community. Pinchot is always silly. He's, he's a nice guy. I love him a lot. It's nice to compete and, and you know, keeps you on your toes for tournaments coming up, um, so that's always great because everybody's so good and they're super invested in the game. But some of them don't seem to like it as much now. But <laughs> for those that still show up, it's always appreciated. Oh my god, I hate you, Panchon. Uh, one thing also about like when it comes to this is something actually I learned from Rich when it came to like Rich Dix when it came to um, when it came to like having people root against you was that for him when he played at one tournament it was like all of New York was cheering against him, right? So it was Rich versus like one of the one of the NYC boys, and for Caliber. Like New York is one of the largest scenes in like the world for when it comes to when it comes to caliber, and he was up against uh when against one of the New York players on stage, like the whole crowd was like screaming for their player, right? Just losing their absolute minds, and instead of that like getting to him, it like revved him up. His brain takes that like negative energy and goes, oh, I'm gonna beat his ass. I'm gonna beat his ass. I'm gonna embarrass him in front of all of his friends. I'm gonna beat his ass, right? And it's like the most beautiful way to take that energy into a positive route. And it's gonna be very difficult for someone to get to that point where they're not used to it, right? right. But it's a cool perspective to have, right? To kind of consider that like, okay, cool. Like maybe maybe this guy has a whole crowd of homies around him who are losing their minds, hit, hit him up, dabbing him up, being like, oh my god, we gonna beat this guy's ass, blah, 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 right? Like, I get that way over my friends too, right? Whereas, like, if you're the person against them, like, if you're that person against them, just think about it too. Be like, listen, like, they don't know me. Like, they don't know me. Like, it's cool. They're just there hyping up their friend. But you know what? I'm gonna beat that friend's ass. And what they're gonna do, after this, I have to hype him up and console his ass. Because I'm gonna beat his ass, right? And just you have to, like, kind of flip the script on Like, yourself, that, that right? mental, like, that strong mental game where you tell yourself, yeah. like, hey, yeah, like, like I'm actually gonna beat your friend's ass. I'm about to humiliate your, pr- your friend. Yeah, that's right. You have to console him, take him for a walk after, right? Okay? Like, listen, you have to carry him out of your little chariot out of here, okay? That's what's gonna happen. Like, and that's the thing, right? It's like t- changing your mentality is a very hard thing to do. But at the same time, trying to redirect that thought into that direction will help make you less nervous. Mm-hmm. It'll make you feel a little bit more like amped up to play. It kind of like, it's cool to 
shift gears once in a while outside of your comfort zone, right? And mm-hmm. if you can't think about it from your own perspective in that situation, think about if you were somebody else and one of your own friends going through the same thing. And you would want that for them, so do it for yourself too. I completely agree. Um, I think also with that, sometimes what happens is like, you, um, with a lot of people that have been like competing or they start, they're uh, starting out, um, you know, depending on their personality, a lot of them are put in these really uncomfortable situations as competitors. And you're going to be putting up, I'm going to let y'all know this right now, when you're competing, when you're competing, when you're competing, you're going to be put in a lot of uncomfortable, uncomfortable situations, things that are going to really make your personality shake and quiver. But that's not bad. You know, you learn things about yourself and you're sometimes you're not going to always meet your goals. Shit. I've been competing for a long time and I just uh, became pro like a year and a half ago. And I, there's things I'm learning about myself limits that i get pushed to that i did not know i was capable of or things i feel like i still need to work on because i'm like i've never experienced this shit before this shit feel like fucking weird as hell mm-hmm. and uncomfortable in the sense that like it's something they're not used to so say if you're a very private person or you're very quiet and you just got all types of motherfuckers around you you got tons of them around you and they're just like this. <laughs> it's gonna be a long time to get used to that like at evo when i was playing olsan i fed off of that energy i was playing olsan he's one of the titans of tekken right but the thing was i had hella people around me saying penises penises and you know what i needed that i needed that mm-hmm. and but the thing is i've also had to learn uh i won't always have it um and another thing that's a big one of the biggest things i'm still learning is okay if i don't have my my, my cuddle crew right my friends yeah. then how I support myself within. And sometimes I find myself going like, I'm so scared, like I can't, inside I'm like, oh my God, like this is just terrible, my heart is dying. But I'm like, then I need to think of ways like to comfort myself, my other self and be like, hey, yo, chill, like beat this, like beat this person's ass. Like, let's do this. We've been in this seat so many times. You know why you're fucking here. And talk to your talk to yourself, man, because you gotta remind yourself how fucking wonderful you are and what you are capable of. That's self doubt, and that's also why sometimes that cheering for other motherfuckers when that happens, that's why mentally also sometimes it can make you crumble. Because that also I think happened to Olson, but he didn't say shit about it. He's like, he's like, damn, I should have wear headphones, and they shook my hand, you know, like, because it's like I had all that energy, you know, yeah, like cool, it feels good, but like, um. You know, he still played really well, even even though he didn't have anybody really supporting him, because everybody else was trying to fight for their lives in their loser pools. You know? Yeah. Oh. That's right. That's right. So, uh, let, one more question, and because it's nine thirty-six, because your girl got eat pizza, <laughs> and I will put the vod up. Um, want me to give you the vod as well, because I can give you the vod. Okay, sure. I yeah. got you. I got you. Cool. I might Google Drive that bitch because that's gonna be a yeah. I guess a big, a ass, big ass one. one. <laughs> you, you Google Drive that bitch. That's fine, girl. Mm. Definitely. Bet. <laughs> big bet. Um, do you think the FGC? Okay, last question then from Ladaxel. Do you think the FGC should move away from its grassroots arcade culture to grow more? Lots of people that want it to grow are also not wanting it to turn into super esports thing because they're scared of it not being freedom. As, as oh. For, Free, sorry, as freeform as grassroots culture is. I'll let you answer first. Cool. Um, so as somebody who owns a company uh, within the FGC and started within the FGC instead of outside of it, um, the biggest thing for understanding the, the, the passion towards both is important, right? So what happens is, is that when it comes to the money side of 
companies that are getting involved is that a lot of the time we can do things based on passion and high engagement, which is what the FGC holds, right? So having grassroots style and feel is important. I think that's important to still have it so that like everyone can enter. I feel like it's very important that we don't ever kind of conform to like the way that the other leagues for other video games do, which if you don't understand what I mean by that, uh, other leagues for other video games have it so that it's teams buy in to get their player to go to tournaments, right? Um, but instead, net, right now, like still keeping what we are, is that we have, so anyone can register for a tournament, anyone can play against their favorite pros, right? That's how we have it. I think it's an important thing to keep, because one, it keeps viewership high, keeps people engaged, keeps the shelf life of games longer, right? I agree with all of that. I think that also, like, having it for the vibe where it's, like, people, like, yelling and cheering for each other, getting rowdy, even around setups and stuff like that, that's a brilliant thing to have, too. And that's actually not, yeah, in a professional esports environment, stuff like that doesn't happen for other games. But since the FGC esports side is established in that way, I don't think it's ever going to fade, and nor would I want it to fade. But what I think is a good directive for being more esports friendly is, one, have your moderation on chat, which helps the FGC in general anyways, and two, getting it so that when it comes to branding of professional players to have the terminology such as top player taken out of our vocabulary to reassert that it's professional players that way because the, the line distinction when it comes to esports outside of the fgc is that the pro players are all signed onto teams and such like that for the fgc it's different because we have sponsors who aren't real sponsors like that's just the fact right some sponsors who are more like just a group or a clan which is amazing like i'm happy for them to like have a unified like a unified front together but for those people who are in the top 20 in their region or for like the top 20 in their country or like such like that they should be considered professional players top 10 in their country they should be considered professional players and that's a very important distinction to have within esports and within the fgc2 now right but people still aren't doing it because they want to keep that sort of humbled grassroots vibe don't Acknowledge your worth, acknowledge that you need to take that next step and call yourself a professional player. Like Cuddle, for example, right? If she called herself just a top player instead of a professional player, that's a problem because she is what she is and she should acknowledge that she is that. And the same thing goes for like any of my players. My players call themselves top players. Like, no, like Rich Dicks, Party Wolf, Boom, for example, those three in particular, right? Fergus, who made uh, Checker World Tour finals twice, like all those things, all those people are, are professional players. And to consider just calling yourself a title that refers to you being um, something that's not related to esports just because you want to keep the grassroots vibe doesn't make sense because you should be acknowledging your worth in that sense as well. Mm. Um, yeah. Mm, tell them, girl. Mm, mm, mm. Got it. <laughs> so, nothing was... wrong with a little bit of esports, nothing wrong with us going in that direction. I think it's very important. Um, but yeah, the grassroots culture, I don't think it's going to fade. I think that the only thing that does like, kind of limit us from going into the more esports direction to get more money for our players, which at the end of the day, that's what we care about more, right? We want our players to goddamn eat. Mm -hmm. Let us go more into esports so our players can goddamn eat. I, I, I completely agree with that because, um, you know, there's, there's, there's too many top players, oh, professional players that I know that are eating by working a job and competing and like if i think if we were more esports or, or more more esports way more esports that would be their job you know they could focus yeah. on that and be the best that they can be uh without having to worry about their their nine to five and training like it's not that's not possible but that is so fucking hard and do you need additional stress in that in that way you know, it's 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 tiring, and a lot of people do it. I know so many fucking people that do it. Linnell also raising his hand. Shit, I did that shit for a while. I was going to school. Shit, it's really 
Well, I wasn't pro then. Hmm. But the point being is that tons of people still do it. Mm-hmm. And people need more time to train. And we, I think we can get to that spot. I think it's, I think it's attainable. Uh, but we'll need some people to put aside their pride, though, first. Facts. And, like, that's the thing at the end of the day, right, is that we all we all care about each other. We're all trying to grow together. And the best way for us to all grow together and is to it's not limit each other by saying, like, hey, like, you know, don't downplay each other, upbring each other up. Like, all these, like, little steps that you think don't matter, they accumulate and they matter. Because how else are we going to get money into the goddamn scene unless you guys make the effort to be better as well, right? Exactly. Like, because what we want at the end of the day, to talk from a business perspective, is you want to have non-endemic sponsors, right? You want to have sponsors that are not about, like, that are not about the FGC yet. Like, ones that have nothing to do with the FGC, nothing to be involved with the FGC. You want them to come in and throw money at this thing, right? And the only way to do that is for us to get more professional and lean more into the esports side. But that's not a bad thing. I think that as long as you keep it so that it's open to the public, as long as you keep it so that the people can rise up and become champions of their own, those are what the grassroots like really is about, man. Like it's about, and yeah, arcade cabinet culture is dying and I'm very, very sad about that, but it's not so much about us focusing on what we're losing. We should be focusing on what we can gain for our professional players so that they can actually have a sustainable lifestyle. And so the evolution of grassroots FGC instead of the complete wipeout of it instead. Yeah. Exactly. Yes, yes. Thank you so much, you all, for tuning into that. Great words from Alicia, and uh, really appreciated you all showing up, yo. Like, the love was real. Thank you for the moderation, guys. And thank you for the, the very stimulating questions. Thank you for hearing our voices, you know, because we all can, uh, we we're all trying to help together. Oh, we're all trying to help together. And um, I, I know me and Homegirl are going to talk about something we could put together again. So we can talk with uh, you all about more things, and I'm sure the the top the topics will vary from from serious to not as serious, uh, but I think they'll all be very good talks nonetheless, and things that will benefit the scene. So thank you so much, and thank you for the host, and 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 that too. Um, thank you and, and listening. Yeah, One more thing too is that like, if you guys have any like topics that you want us to cover next time or questions how about you just tweet it at us and we'll try to make note of all of it and then we'll bring it back to our next one so that way we have something we can tackle on next time as well i think that'd be fucking wonderful that'd yeah be fucking awesome. engaged. thank you so much for uh coming up with this this was amazing and um yeah i i definitely glad that we did together i couldn't see myself doing same, it with anybody else same. for this kind this of is, shit you know definitely saying? needed <laughs> so yeah it felt good felt good and you all really were a great contributing audience yo like you are so involved i uh yo made my heart feel all good and shit Whew, thank you thank you so much for being here guys and for like hearing us out and hopefully we helped influence you guys a little bit to like speak up to care about each other and to Put your best foot forward, right? Because at the end of the day, we're all out here loving each other, and that's the only way we can grow. And don't be scared to speak up for the homie and cheer them on and root for their success. And, like, do you know what? Maybe they're competing against you in something that you want to do as well. At the end of the day, focus on your own grind and guess up your friends, right? You're not out here trying to beat your friend. I mean, in competition, yeah, beat your friend's ass. But, like, at the end of the day, don't beat your friend when it comes to, like, what they want to do in their career and their life. You want, Be a real friend. And if you can't be that for them... Then you need to you need to leave their life and not be that way towards them because what in reality a true friend wants the best for who who they're around and doesn't want them to doesn't want them to lose out. Speaking of that, shout out to Shadow Twenty Z for that because he's mm-hmm. always doing that for me. Like he's always like um, he always believes in me and what I can do. 
uh, no matter what and I love him very much for that he's my training partner and um he's really helped me a lot out with that and you know my confidence levels and stuff like that when I fight thank you shadow I love you for that and um thanks everyone for the support <laughs> love you guys <laughs> and we'll talk to you guys soon